Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to a very special Christmas episode of the movie Heroes for Hire podcast movie. What this? That's, that's what we do. Yeah. That's the name of the, the podcast and the show. So, this is a very special episode, as for the first time, how many? It, how long? It, it's certainly months. It, it's... We decided during a very new variant to get really together yeah. and just have a podcast. Yeah, we, we we came from our separate households and we've merged them into one household. I was shaking hands with everyone here. I've been way. licking doorknobs to prepare. <laughs> so, um, me and Sean are back and of course this is the Christmas special so we wanted to make it big. And to make it big was, we just so happened to have a chat with Kevin. Yeah. We had a chat with Kevin and Kevin decided, right lads, I'll drop No Way Home the 15th of December. Don't worry. Yeah, which gives us enough time to watch it mm. and review it. Exactly. So this is our spoiler-filled Spider-Man No Way Home review. I don't know how long this is going to be. It, yeah, I feel it could it could easily be six hours. Mm. Probably but, won't be, listeners. I, I really hope not. <laughs> I, I have plans later. <laughs> I do have plans. <laughs> but we do have to get to a lot of stuff in this project. Now, if this is your first episode, um, welcome. We are normally a lot more, I, I would say, uh, structured. Structured, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is weird because it is our Christmas special as well as a movie review. Yeah. Normally, it, this show is about movie news, mm. and occasionally a review is peppered in. This we're just we're throwing it all against the wall and seeing what happens. And if you happened to listen to one of our reviews before, you clearly haven't been to our Patreon. Let's not get into oh, the chat. Oh, 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 no, God. no, it's done. It's done. It's done. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, we normally start off at the start of the movie. We just go through it. We just have a chat with with the scenes that are important to us. Now we're not going to talk about everything, but. In this movie, there's a lot to talk about, so we can't just go a general overview. Well, wasn't that class? Exactly, yeah, and like it's it's nice to like remember the beats uh, mm. of the story and how we felt at that time, um, and so that's if you haven't listened to one of our movie reviews before. But if you've not listened to one of our Christmas episodes before, oh, oh. something that we tend to do mm. 
He's the annual Heroes for Hire gift exchange. And every year, Sean outdoes me by an almost extraordinary amount. Uh, I wouldn't say extraordinary. <laughs> I wouldn't say outdoes. I wouldn't say every year. <laughs> that was would, all the words. I would just say my name and then stare <laughs> at you. That's normally regularly what you do. Sean. Sean. Thank you. Fuck me, he's good. Fuck me, he's good. <laughs> he's done um, it again. He's done me again. Um, but yeah, so as we every single year we exchange gifts. Now this mm. year is interesting because we haven't seen each other. I think it's been at least a year. I is it a year? It might be at we, least at we, least six months. We it, yeah, we definitely did the Christmas episode here, like together. Yeah, last year. Mm. Then Ireland locked down for five months. Yeah, and then locked down again for another six months. Yeah, so I think it might... Have we not seen each other in That's year? mad. That's fucked. That's really That's fucked. entirely fucked. But we talk way too much. But so Sean, three times a week. So, Sean, um, <laughs> let's do our gift exchange now, because then we can get straight into the review. We just go barrel straight through. Exactly, and look, if you're just here for the Spider-Man review, there is a timestamp in the description of this episode where you can skip the gift giving. <laughs> this is more just love. It's more just love. <laughs> this is if you're into the the, the relationships of the pod. <laughs> Fuck you. Thank okay. you. <laughs> so, Sean, what I've done this year is actually one of your presents has arrived yet. Oh, okay. Which I'm very annoyed about. <laughs> okay. Um, because it said the 21st and I, I risked it. You did. I risked it and I said, okay, let's go for it. It's stuck in the Suez Canal somewhere. <laughs> it's twirling around <laughs> slowly. It's, on a, it's on, a, on a little lifeboat all of its own. So I said I'd take the risk. It has not arrived. It lived up to the 21st mantra. That's okay. So what I do have is I still have two gifts to give you, thankfully. You triple gifted? I triple gifted because you always outdo me. I only did double gifted. Unfortunately, you. I do feel like both my gifts are the same. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, okay, let's do you first. Do you want to do... Yeah, yeah, Okay, all right. Okay. So there's one of your gifts. Oh, very nice. And another one over here. And there's oh. your other gift. Oh, two good gifts. Um, here we go. One of them I went the whole way to London to pick up. London? London. My God, okay. Yes. This is good oh, ASMR go. content. Here we go. <gasps> oh. Oh, my God. Oh, I like this very much. Oh, my God, what is it? It is... A Duncan Idaho pop vinyl. From June. From June. <laughs> It's December and we're talking about June. Uh, that's actually class. The, um, it's got the Jason Momoa eyebrow. The Jason little shaved Momoa. eyebrow. Yeah. That's a very detailed pop fight. I worked out. I, I did it myself. Thank you very much, Connor. That's lovely. No problem. He's going right on the desk. I know that's your favourite character from that favourite movie. Because why is he just called Duncan Idaho? I don't know. It's so In a cool. world of fucking so space. Cool. And now, gift two. Oh, gee. They- <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is amazing. So, if you're not a regular listener to the show, but you're somehow listening to the gift-giving section, one of our recent fascinations is with Irish actor and second coming of Christ, Barry Keown. All hail the master. All hail the master. And so, Connor has gotten me a Marvel Legends figure, which which is a really, like, that's a lot, dude. And it's of Druig, which is Barry Keown's character in The Eternals. That's amazing. He talks in an Irish accent for the whole movie and yeah. he became our patron saint due to the fact that they just let him talk in his actual accent. Yeah, and he like he says the line, what's going on, lads? What's going on, lads? And not much, Barry. Have you what also about noticed yourself? there's the head of... The head of Gilgamesh <laughs> is... I wasn't going to address it. So, <laughs> there's a weird thing where they're selling Gilgamesh parts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> in all the other Eternals. And so you have to buy like eight of them to, to get the full to team. assemble Gilgamesh. <laughs> Why is Gilgamesh? He's the one they chose. I, my heart would have been broken if Barry had been chosen. Oh. I would have had to buy all eight. Or just give me the one with Barry's head. <laughs> oh, that'd be enough. That I'll be just put him on Gemma Chan's body and it'll be fine. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to take Gilgamesh's head. I'm probably going to put him on a Warhammer oh, figure. Yes, <laughs> that's what Gilgamesh would have wanted. That's amazing. Thank you so much. No problem. He's class. Oh, boys. Okay. So. Would you like to open your yes, gifts? Okay. Okay, here we go. So it's a bag with some wrapping things inside of it. It's normally how gifts work. Yeah, I would say so. Sell uh, tape quite a lot. A lot of tape. They uh, really went through the tape, so I did. So your wrapping is always first level. It's uh, it's always... Gonna level with you, Connor. Orla does it first. Ah, you tricky devil. <laughs> Instant ten points off of the gift. Okay, so this is a very heavy book we've picked up. How do you know it's a book, Connor? Um, it- the book <laughs> oh yeah it is actually <laughs> so we're going to open the wrapping yeah uh, here we go uh, this is what I think it's genuinely just a nice gift <gasps> Joss Whedon's angel Joss Whedon's angel in comic book form comic book form it bridges the gap between seasons one and two don't be, don't be at me now it's more angel content you, for you Connor you know I love angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer lore you, you <laughs> I actually have an angel talking point for the movie, but I'll get to it later on. Uh, you have an angel reference for every oh, movie I do. we watch. Every episode. It's like an angel. When he... <laughs> do you remember an angel? <laughs> no, I don't. In You're the only person who watched Angel. In 2002. Did I remember Angel? Um, that's amazing. I know they did like comic book series of all of them, but I didn't know that one existed. That's yeah. a tick one as well. That's it's a, a, that's a, a tick meaty boy. one. There's a lot in mm. it. Apparently, there's like some of them are like out of print, so this is the first time they've all been collected together. <sighs> you devil. Touch, you devil. Touch it like Thank it. you very touch much. It okay. it and there's another second gift that's... It's heavy. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. It's weighty. It's in a photo frame. It's in a photo frame, Connor. It's in a photo frame. It's a photo frame. It's, on the it's way- just a frame. It's just a frame, and we're going to flip it. We're going to flip it over. <gasps> oh my god It's a film cell It's a film cell From the Dark Knight well, From the Batman film <laughs> You've outdone me again <laughs> I don't know I think Drewing takes it I, think <laughs> I hate you <laughs> Why? It's a, lim- it's a limited edition That's number 8 of 300 <laughs> In the world In the world <laughs> And it's a film cell It's a film cell From the Dark Knight It's 35mm film cell So I could play a bit you could play a, a proxy, what's like, it's like six frames. Yeah. So, what's Ooh, that? Six good ones. It's a quarter of a second. Six good ones. <laughs> six good ones. <laughs> Everyone settle in. And we're gonna add, oh. <laughs> I think it's the scene in. You don't know a fucking scene in it. I think I do, because if you hold it up to the light, you can properly see it. Not when it's in the frame, no, dickhead. In the frame. <laughs> in the frame. Why isn't it coming true? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a black background. But if you hold it up to like a window, it's, you know, when Bruce Wayne is about to crash the car. Into the armoured truck. That's my favourite scene. I was thinking. I was thinking. That's how I knew. <laughs> That's amazing. Happy Christmas, Connor. Thanks, Sean. Same to you. Now, I'm not going to look, but I'm not going to no look throw this into the bin. Do it. By that God. was so close. It went straight onto the floor. <laughs> he threw it the opposite direction from the bin, ladies so and gentlemen. So close. <laughs> you just got... Style it out. So you need to yell Kobe before you do it. Yeah, you have to fall. Kobe? Kobe? No, but I wouldn't do that because I'd always miss and I don't want to disrespect the man. Of course. <laughs> by putting of course. his name with me. I don't want him associated with this. <laughs> 
this shit. Um, that's our present giving for the year, ladies and gentlemen. That's, I've it's, done it. It's it's it's. I like that we do this. This is nice. It's a holiday season special. Uh, my girlfriend asked me today because um, we haven't seen each other in a year. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're going to give him a big hug. Mm. And I was like, well, we've never hugged before, never. so why start now? No, we you don't. Know? We don't. I, also, I picked you up in a car, so it would have been difficult. To, yeah, I'll just lean across you there. As like, you, I get in the driver's side, weirdly <laughs> enough, and like shimmy across you. <laughs> just, just sorry about this now. Sorry, sorry. 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 Oh. Just while I'm here, so, just ah, the doors. <laughs> what are you doing? I just I like the most direct route myself. <laughs> so, Sean, our present giving is done. I'm sick of this nonsense about Christmas. Yeah, let's talk about nonsense about... This is the film about a lad who eats spiders, isn't this it? This is true, yes. Yeah, yeah. So... Spider-Man No Way Home came out, timestamped this as 11 minutes approximately. Approximately 11 minutes, Um, perfect. Sean, Spider-Man No Way Home has come and gone. You are the biggest Spider-Man fan I know. Yeah. um, And this is why I was just fascinated to find out how you felt about it. Because what's interesting is I've heard differing viewpoints. Really? Yes. On the internet? No. Oh. people I know. Really? Are they Spider-Man fans? <clears throat> a massive Marvel fan texted me that I know and mm. said he didn't like the movie. And I, after, I had already come out to, from seeing it. And obviously this is a spoiler-filled review. So I was like, why? Yeah. And he was like, I didn't like this, this and this. And his points, I understand some of them. Um, he had a massive problem with Doctor Strange. Really? The and the problem with Doctor Strange, he says, is he literally turns up, causes the plot... And then fucks off for an hour and a half, and then comes back and goes, "I can fix the plot. Don't worry," and does it. I but I I, I feel like it's out of his hands for a lot of it. Like I feel because you have a character like Doctor Strange who can do all of these things, mm. and the character of Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange to do certain things. Uh, but Peter Parker is the reason. Like he fucks up the spell, he traps Doctor Strange, and he saves the day in the end really look I think that you have to the plot of this movie is very thin I would say yeah but there is buy-in that you just accept there's an there's an incident that occurs that leads to all the old villains and all the old Spider-Man coming back and then at the end what I love is that they have to put all the ties back into the box but they do it in a very I would say heroic way. And what I mean by that is that this movie would have been very easily could have been done. Oh, look at this guy. I think. Yes. Like, oh, look, we got Alfred Molina. Oh, look, we've got Willem Dafoe. Oh, here's Toby. Yeah. Here's Andrew. Here's Jamie Foxx. Just, yeah. just look at them. And they come in, they, they say one line, they fuck off. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I thought that was what was going to happen. That when the, they announced there was five villains in it, yeah. I was like, okay, they're not going to get any screen time at all. But why this works is because it's all anchored in Tom Holland, who is MVP, I would say, of this movie. He is acting the shit out of it. <sighs> this, this. Is, this is his best performance. Yeah, and it's. I think it's also when he's he has the most character, because... Mm. Every other time, it felt like he was just not that not against his performance at all, but the character of Peter Parker was mostly Spider Man. If that makes sense, yeah, I I think in this in this movie 
there's a thing where Peter Parker actually has to be Peter Parker. Like, there's there's no longer a divide where he was, as you said, he was just mostly Spider-Man. And he was like, oh, he's the kid who plays Spider-Man. Yeah. Homecoming works, I think. And Far From Home, they try to really go into he's just a kid. He's just, It's like a school drama yeah. that he's also Spider-Man. But I think the problem is you need to take him down a level. Because he is Iron Spider. He's fairly indestructible. Yeah. And that's... I hate that suit. Can I just The say? Iron Spider suit, I do not like it. I hate it. The it's... legs, everything. I don't like anything about it. Because, simply, I've gone back to watch Andrew Garfield, Tom McGuire. It's so much easier when you can slice the suit to put him in danger. Yeah. Not when it's nanobots that just reform over the cut. Just like... have... Like, literally, he's in a fight scene. And Tom McGuire, anyone, like, slice the arm. Or the, he has the great scene of the mask half on, yeah. half on, like hanging on by a tread. You're just like, this guy's in trouble. Like, he could die. It's a very visual way of showing, like, the damage that's been done to him. Because he is, a, like, he can just walk off most injuries, but the suit can't. Exactly. Whereas the nanobot suit, he's taken hits, but I'm like, did it hurt him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what, what weight does this have on him? Um, no, I. it's. A lot of people had the problem that he's just, like, iron. Like, he's. He's just been given everything in the MCU. Which this movie fucking remedies, man. Oh, they take everything fucking everything away. Everything is gone. And Kevin Feige, way back when Homecoming came out, he gave an interview and people were being like, oh, and you didn't show Spider-Man's origin at all. And he's, I think he said, yeah, no, the three films are going to be him becoming the Spider-Man that we know and love. Cheeky devil. Cheeky devil told us years ago. Because this is the origin. This is the origin. Like, the origin is in his third film, which is bonkers. It's fucking mad to even try that. But also, you have to respect the balls to the walls attitude. Just like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Um, And look, I will admit, there is a buy-in, paper ten plot, all this happening. Also, there's a level of, wouldn't it be cool if... Yes, there's also a level of like memeiness to it as well. A lot of fan service. A lot of fan service. But I, I, I cannot go back to enough. They anchored with the three of them, and yes. that is so important because if this, if they were just lost in the shuffle of this movie, and it was just here's Toby, here's Andrew, here's all these villains. Oh wow, isn't this cool? And yeah. he, they were just kind of going along with it. I don't think it would work. But it's because we're with the three of them, and they're trying to do this all together. Um, and they have such good chemistry. That, that yeah, like um, Tom Holland and Daya and Jacob Batalan, they're just fucking killing it. Because they're, they're, fr- they're clearly friends in real life. Zendaya and Tom Holland very close. Very close, I would say. <laughs> a lot of romantic chemistry between the two of them, actually. Pretty good. I like that's better than um, fucking. And Tom, Tom McGuire, Kirsten Tom McGuire, and Kirsten Dunst. I couldn't think of Kirsten Dunst name for a second. I've seen the first one actually. They, they actually have a bit of chemistry in that one. I but... think they were dating in that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but then the other two, number three, is awful. Oh no, it's, it's a wet fish. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the first act of this film is basically hammering out that they want to stay together, like th- those th- that three group of friends. Throughout mm. all of the reveals that Peter Parker is Spider Man and everyone's lives being ruined by that. Yeah. They still want to stay together. And they just stick with him. And yeah. But we all forget the one major plot point of Spider-Man is that Peter Parker has to be sad. And all the time. The problem <laughs> that we had is we forgot. Yeah. Because we love Tom Holland. And we want good things and to happen to that boy. And we want good things to happen to that boy. 
And when bad things happen, I find myself tearing up because I don't want that boy to be sad, ever. And he's like, he's not even 18 anymore, he's 25. Yeah. But I still see him as 16. Somebody help. It, yeah, and look, he is playing like a 17, 18-year-old in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I think he, he, he sells it and I think he's going to be older in the next ones. Mm. I, like, I think they're going to age him up quite a bit. Okay, we need to get into this, go yeah. to the plot. Um, my three MVPs, just early on. Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, actually, you have four. Okay. <laughs> There's four MVPs, but everyone's amazing. Everyone's great. In everyone's this. great. Tom Holland. Yeah. Zendaya, I think, is excellent. Yeah. Excellent in this movie. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Is fucking amazing. And uh, Willem Dafoe. I would also like to include Alfred Molina on the list. I don't think Alfred gets as much as Willem. Oh, man. But I think what he does have is great. A hallway fight scene took it from me for Willem. Oh, 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 oh my oh, god, that scene, man. Oh, man. I love okay. it. Okay, okay. We need okay, to get okay, into it. It picks up exactly where Far From Home left off. Yeah, you find it's um, J. John Jameson basically being like, great that he's selling the fucking like, supplements and all that shit. Oh, like, it's, it's just so pure Infowars. Um, he's like, he's a menace. He's actually Tom Holland, or not Tom Holland, he's Peter Parker. I will have to, by the way, at some stage, start calling them Tom, Toby, Tom. Yes, and Andrew, that's fine. Because they're all Peter, they're all Peter Parker. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, he's like, t- um, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Everyone goes mad. You have the scene where him and Zendaya are in the, him and MJ are in the middle of Times Square. And they're just like... They're being like mobbed by people. And so they immediately web out of there. And my favourite is like he lands on the bridge and he's just like, he immediately rings Ned and he's like, dude, dude, dude. And then Ned's like, dude. And she's like standing there like about to die. Yeah. And she's just terrified. The um, That whole sequence, like it, it is terrifying because he's just being followed by news helicopters. Yeah. And like people are grabbing at him in the streets and all this kind of shit. And like you, you immediately get thrown into it, right? This kid's life has been ruined yeah. in this one moment by Mysterio the dickhead yeah like in his last moments of life he just fucking destroyed he went Tom pure shithouse he, he went pure shithouse yeah. pure like vicious just like I'm gonna ruin everything yeah it's a level above shithouse yeah, yeah yeah and I like it and it shows that he's a kid as well because if that happened to someone else with a secret identity which isn't very many people they wouldn't go back to their own house. No, it's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. But he just wants to get home. Yeah, because uh, they... I mean, no, first of all, he says, can we go back to your house? Yeah. And MJ says, no, my dad won't like you now. Like, why would he like you? Yeah. Um, and so he's like, okay, well, we need to go back to my house then. And you have Happy and um, Aunt May breaking up. Fifth MVP, Marissa told me. Let's not get into it. <laughs> Everybody's an MVP. A lot of MVPs. A lot of MVPs. lot of MVPs. When you've got multiple MVPs, something's going well. Yeah, you know you have a good movie on your hands. Um, so they go back to that. There's also the scene where they think they're having sex, but yeah. in reality, like, just try to... That's pure chaos. That whole movement. It's just, the first, to be honest, the first five minutes is just chaos. Yeah, it's just you're, you're in and you're experiencing it from Spider-Man's point of view. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a one and they're just going through the apartment. He's... Like, basically barricading himself inside. He's closing windows and, and doors. And he's trying to find out a way to tell at May yeah. when the helicopter's outside. Great piece of sound design uh, just that I found is that when he turns on the TV, you can see the helicopter. And you realise that you've been hearing... It the, the whole the, time. The whole time. But you've just... You haven't, like... Your brain hasn't clicked in that it's a helicopter because he's just moving around the house and everything's going so fast. And then he turns on the TV and you see the helicopter and then suddenly the sound makes sense because it's right out. It's it's like it's right outside the window. Yeah, 
And he, this is when, um, I was going to call her Marissa Tome, uh, Aunt May and Happy are like, oh, oh no. Yeah, and they immediately get arrested. Yeah. Because he's a killer. Damage control arrests them. Very strange. Yeah, because they're generally like a clean-up crew. They're uh, Michael Keaton's crew. From they, homecoming. They, no, Michael Keaton's crew was got taken replaced. Over, Sorry, yes. was replaced by yes, Damage yes. Control, and I thought Damage Control was a Stark funded operation. I, I was very sure that they worked for Shield yeah. or Sword, or they came in after the Avengers. Yeah, because that's why Michael Keaton hates Tony Stark in yeah. that movie. Um, that like he put all his guys out of a job, basically. So it's odd that they're arresting him, unless they're under the control of just the US government now. Maybe. I, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But Again, there's a level of buy-in that you need to have. Yeah, and so they get arrested, and they immediately uh, get taken in. And my favourite is they're just the different characters. Um, yeah. And this will come up a lot, is that this writing is fucking sharp in regards to how people act. And the different characters and how they re- how they react more so to situations, it comes up a lot between the three Spider Men yeah. because it could have been very easily just they're all the same, but they're all very different. They're all ver- and they all have very different um, experiences yeah. that coloured how they act. It's, and this is seen very early on between the three of them, so they're all best friends. Yeah, yeah. But Tom is like. Don't say anything, don't tell. But immediately Aunt May and MJ come in and they shout at him, don't yeah. say anything, because they're immediately in charge, like, he's, you're an idiot, don't say anything. Yeah. Peter Parker, shut up. Then you have Zendaya in the, her room and she's fucking killing it. She's she, actually nailing it. She knows all the tricks, she's yeah. not saying anything. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I know all my rights, why do I need a lawyer? It doesn't mean I'm guilty, I just need a lawyer, that's a proper procedure, yeah. I need a lawyer. Um, and then you have Ned on the other side, who's the biggest idiot. But you can see, like, it's completely in character for for the guy to, like, he sees this kid and he's like, oh, so Peter tells me he does everything, like, you yeah. didn't even know. I, MJ knew before you and he's like no, no I figured it I, out first I figured out me and him worked together for ages and then your man's like oh so you able like you abetted the yeah, yeah you're his main collaborator in his illegal and actions and he's like oh no I want a lawyer <laughs> um, and so they lawyer up Sean they lawyer up and th- this was the gasp this was a gasp they're, they're, it's very rare for an Irish cinema audience to react Never. to a movie and like this got, this got a few claps in in my cinema. I I think I got a few smattered of a smattering of claps. Yeah, not a lot as I expected. I was just got freaking out because me and you knew he was in it. Yeah, but, but it's seeing it's him. so good to see him and to hear him as yeah. well because he is it, sorry Charlie Cox is back as as Matthew Murdock and. What a good scene to just introduce him into the world. He's just in it and he's gone. He's you never gone. see him again. And if you know who he is, excellent. But if you don't know who he is, you've just watched a blind man <laughs> catch, catch a brick, brick <laughs> that was thrown through a window. Well, who are you? I'm a very good lawyer. I'm a very good lawyer. <laughs> I like how he's talking to Tom and he's just like, no, look, nothing they have against you will stick. Um, happy, you should lawyer up. <laughs> you should get a good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> like just that one moment now that is pure fan service yes right. but it's fan service done right in terms of he turns up takes a, I would say 60 seconds of screen time yeah and just leaves and but he progresses it makes sense they need a lawyer he's in New York yeah and also when he says that Happy needs a good lawyer 
I think it's going to be Jennifer Walters <gasps> in the She-Hulk series. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Also, where's Daredevil in the last fight scene now? What's up with that, Sean? What's Answer going me. on there? What's going on um, there? It's out of his pay grade. It's out of his pay. It's, it's not in Hell's Kitchen. It's not in Hell's Kitchen, <laughs> so he like, doesn't care. It's just a yard outside. Oh, ah, ah, foiled ah. again. <laughs> it's like, I can't cross this line. He could be on Kingpin business at the time, you he know? He could be. He's busy. He's, he's very busy. Statue of Liberty on fucking fire. I'm busy with Kingpin, lads. And the fucking... Also, uh, Happy Hogan technically was Foggy Nelson for a bit. That's true. It's, a, it's all weirdly amalgamated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did... What if Ben Affleck's Daredevil had shown up instead? <laughs> Just nobody asked any questions. <laughs> also, we haven't seen Charlie Cox since he's... I haven't seen him personally since he did his Irish accent. Oh, yeah. Um... And I don't know if you've seen... If anyone listening to this, just look up Charlie Cox. Um, Kin is the name of the show. Kin, K-I-N. Um, it's an Irish TV show that this. It's a drama about like drugs in Dublin or whatever. But Drugs in Dublin, Drugs in Dublin. But Fiction, of course. It's, it's like Sopranos, but in Dublin. <laughs> but it's like, this dr- it's just like this crime family. And he's in it, but he's not doing his English accent or normally, or his American accent, which he does for Daredevil, which you would think would be normal. He's doing a proper Dublin accent, and it is fucking mad. It is spot on. The man is a god. Because that's so hard to do, because you could just go, oh, bigara bejesus, and you call it a day. He came in, and I was watching it with my girlfriend. She didn't know who he was. She's never seen Daredevil. Yeah. And she just thought it was an Irish actor. And she's like, who's he? I've never seen him in anything. I was like, that's Daredevil. And she was like, is Daredevil not in America? What's he doing with his Irish accent? And it's I was like, no, he's not, he's not Irish. He's not American either. He's also not American, <laughs> just so you know. Um, but yeah, so he is in, um, he's in this movie. It's, it's fucking great. It's great, just, it's a great scene. But um, what happens is they decide to go to Happy's place. Yeah. And, because they have to get out of that apartment. Yeah, because people just threw a brick through the window. And I like how Happy's apartment is like, it's kind of cushy and stuff like that, but it's also like a fortress. Yeah, he's got all the locks because he has the Tony Stark tech. Yeah, he's the head of security for Stark, or he was at the very least. Um, and what happens in the next scene is you have, it's a really lovely scene between MJ and Peter on the phone. Oh yeah, they're video and, calling And it's just other. something really small, but it just brings you into like how he's feeling. Because he's just like, I had literally one week. Of yeah. happiness, and, and now it's gone. And now it's gone, and he's really stressed that she's gonna like be mad at him because like I'm after bringing you into this, 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 and she's like, I'm with you all the way. Like, yeah, I wouldn't change a thing. I, the two, me and Ned, were right or die. Like we're we're with you, yeah, until the end. Which like I like, and I like how that never changes. Never, never even wavers. No, because you could see like. Because Peter makes some dumbass mistakes in this movie. And it's an easy drama to do to try... I mean, what is Tobey Maguire's whole... Yeah. What is trilogy based off? There's the drama within the tri- the triangle. Exactly. And it would be very easy to do that. It would be very easy for them to say, you didn't consult us on this, we're gone, when he tries to fix everything without consulting with anyone. But they're just like, listen, that you shouldn't have done that. Do better next time. And they know he's not perfect. Yeah. Which, they know he's 17. <laughs> like, they know he's an idiot sometimes. And yeah. he's going to do dumb shit. And Ned's going to do some dumb shit. And mostly MJ has her shit together. And she's like the logical one to yeah. figure it out. But like, Zendaya's really good in it because you can, like, she she plays it all cool as the character. But when she's talking to Peter, it's she, a completely different vibe. It is. And it's just like, she is concerned. She is worried. Um... 
And she has the line that keeps coming up as like, expect disappointment and you'll never be disappointed. Yeah. And like, she just keeps repeating that it's, to herself because so, she's scared. It's so fascinating to see the change in like, that character, that's such good acting just in terms of that character is stoic and just like, yeah. it's always very collected, very together, never has any weaknesses around everyone else. Like, that's the whole plot of the first two movies. That's like, Pretty much, never yeah. Like, but in this one, just that one scene on the phone, she's acting like, she's like, worried. And she's, she's like letting it in. She actually gives you an insight. She's like, uh, like what are we going to do? Like, yeah. this, is, this is mad. And there's just that, it just becomes way more relatable. She's like, it's just, it's just with him though. Like the two of them just have this connection. That's very real life like. Yeah. yeah. And it makes sense now. It makes sense. Now. Well, I mean, it yeah. makes sense now, but also in the movie itself. Um, but it's, it doesn't also sound like a, a scene between two na- teenagers written by a 45-year-old man. Which this is, is true. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, don't compare TikToks with each other. I do really want to give credit to John Watts, first of all, the director. Yeah. But Chris McKenna and Eric Sobers, who wrote this fucking movie, excellent stuff. Very difficult thing to pull off as well as they did. So, so difficult. Just to balance everything. Yeah, because it's because you're wrapping up stories from other film series that you didn't write for example Andrew Garfield this is the most likable he's ever been as Spider-Man Andrew Garfield gets fucking closure in this movie man like I could watching watching his other movies in preparation for this I don't like him as much as I like him in this movie he's so like but he's he's objectively a worse Spider-Man when he first appears in this movie yes in terms of what Spider-Man stands for but he's a better He's just a better character. He's a better character. He's yeah. More, yeah he, he's more more three dimensional. They, they go back to the school then, and there's oh my god, this I think, fucking scene. This, this might be one of the funniest scenes <laughs> ever. Put in this movie's really funny, but this scene I oh, could not stop laughing. Is the teacher being like he's a fucking killer? He's, he's like, a, you're a killer, and the other teacher's like we set up this shrine for you. You're a killer. You're you're an absolute murderer. <laughs> yeah, unless you're into genocide or whatever. You're yeah. into. But uh, that's yeah, that that's really really good. Um, that teacher um, is just so like sniveling towards Peter Parker all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. just being like, "Oh, you're a god. Okay, you can crawl on the roof. <laughs> like, that's oh, fine." It's so good. The so day actually said an interview uh, in prep for this, she wanted a drama with just the teachers. In that, that's good. I, I would watch I'd that. I watch that like an office just, style. They're, they're show. just they're just funny. They're just even like in the last one. Like, in the first one, he's in the detention thing. He's like, what are you even doing? You don't even have detention. Yeah. Or this is Captain America, he's a criminal now, or whatever, but now I got this video. Yeah. Um, but then the other two are in Far From Home. Um, As the, like, the and, chaperones. And the, the struggling chaperones trying to get these kids around Europe. Fucking J.B. Smoove. For all, it, all he appears in this movie, he spoiled it, like, straight away. <laughs> Good man, J.B. Good man. Um, so they all... Uh, they, they all get their MIT letters mm-hmm. and you find out this is the major instigate, <clears throat> instigating event is that they don't get in and it's because of Peter. Yeah, given recent... But it's not because of Peter, but it is because of Peter. Like, Peter hasn't done anything other than save the world, but yeah. he's been fucked over by Mysterio and this this has led to his fame, but it's also led to infamy. For him and for his friends. Yeah, it's yeah. he is a controversial figure now. So him and his friends are basically like... MIT is just like, we don't want to risk a PR disaster yeah. about this. And you can understand, like, Peter Parker, this is right up his alley to be like, I caused this for them. I'm going to take all of this on myself. And that's so good that when he shows up, he's like, I'm going to go talk to her. 
Like, yeah. he has a talk with Flash, but the way Flash is like... I fucking... I, like, Flash that character's is, amazing. That character's amazing. He's so dislikable. <laughs> but it's so good. I have this new book, Flashpoint, about my friendship with Spider-Man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but he goes to Doctor Strange first before he goes to visit the MIT lady. Yes. Because he's... Because he sees the, the wizard in the... Because he's just like... What can solve this straight away? Yeah. Like, who do I know that could solve this straight away? And he's like, oh, well, I know a wizard. I know, so yeah, I know a guy who controls time. Yeah, so he goes to have a chat with Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is immediately like, we all do that. Cool. And it's a different scene from the one in the trailer. Wong does never says... Don't do it. Or uh, Also, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Which makes sense, because Strange was gone for five years. And also, he's in Shang-Chi. It makes more sense that he's recruiting. Yes. In that movie now. It also, like, Wong is a more experienced sorcerer. He's way better. Yeah. Um, and so he he doesn't say you shouldn't do it. He's just kind of like... Leave me out of it. Yeah, leave me out of it. Just do whatever you want. And so he goes off. And Strange is like, okay, let's do this. And so they go down. And of course, Peter, being Peter, ruins the spell. Changes yeah. it six times or whatever. That's the thing. I like how, like, Doctor Strange still could have pulled that off. With the... Like, he... Peter Parker could have had Ned and MJ know who he is. Mm. And he just didn't. Like, he just kept asking for more and more and more. Because and, he's just panicking. Yeah. At that point. And, like, like he, wants, he wants it all to be fixed. But then, the, like, the seriousness of what he just asked for kind of sets in. And then he's, like, shitting himself while this... Because he sees the magic being done. And he's like, oh shit, okay, um, MJ as well. No, I don't want MJ to be around. And, and Ned. And, 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 and May. May. Yeah, and, yeah. and Happy. I need Happy to know about me. Like, and he's like listed off all these random people. And it's in, you can understand Strange is like changing the spell. And he's still kind of pulling it off. But then, yeah. he, then she's like, you fucked it. Like, you, yeah, you've asked for too much. Like, I just about contained it. Because if I had done that spell, it would have been catastrophic. Yeah. He contains it in a little box. A big... MacGuffin. Um, I, like, MacGuffins aren't that bad of a thing. Like, you know, everything, every, every franchise has something that someone is seeking. I, I think that this is the buy-in, that there's a MacGuffin box that can change everything back to normal, but he doesn't do it. But, you, it would have been very easy to make that bad. But what they do is clever, is that they put it on Peter. And Peter says, I don't want to use that. Because I think I can change them as people. Which yeah. is very Peter Parker to rehabilitate instead of just... Because then they add the extra layer that if they get sent back, they die. They die. And Peter Parker, if you've read any comic book, is not going to send them back to die. Yeah, that's one of the biggest Spider-Man things is that like he tries to help people. Like, their Craven's Last Hunt that I've talked about on the show before. Like, Craven starts acting as Spider-Man, but he's just like brutalizing criminals yeah but peter is like no let's get you back to the hospital and let's get you some help you know yeah like i I think the whole point is of peter parker and spider-man is like he's looking to help people he's i mean it would be very easy you hit the box okay that's the problem solved send yeah. them all back but the, he couldn't live with himself if he's like i sent them all to die no and there was a chance that i could have saved them that's the thing it's and it's, and Doctor Strange is like, wait, you didn't even call MIT and plead your case? <laughs> so it's good. It's such a stupid joke. It's Yeah, but it's such a like, yeah, that, that character would do that. Yeah. Um. So that's when he calls Flash. Flash is like, I'm your best friend. 
here's where the MIT lady is. Then he goes to the bridge. He goes to the bridge and he has it, and he did give the world's worst speech. And she's like, "You didn't practice that." And he's like, "No, I didn't." Yeah. Um. But then he also says that he doesn't want it for him. He's like, "Just reconsider the two of them." Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about me. Just, yeah, just they deserve to go because they're geniuses. And, I mean, Peter Parker, that's just who that's he is. That's selfless, like, that's yeah. That's just who he is. And I was watching, like, yeah, that's... I mean, he's... Peter Parker wants... Like, he will take all the sadness on him. He's like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. If he takes it off you. Yeah, okay. Um, and this is when we get our first appearance of one of the villains in that Doc Ock shows up. Yeah, we've seen um, the trailer. We know this is a thing. Alfred Molina. But it was still nice to see him. Like... <laughs> I know he'd seen his appearance from the smoke and all that. It's just nice to see this character back because he's fucking perfect. He's just like he's evil, but you could like also you see later on that he's not evil. He's it's... not, and he he beca- he he's he, he's he is. Do you know in Spider Man Two when we first meet him and he's like joking and he's like being sweet with his wife and he's like greeting Peter and all yeah. that. He goes back to that in this movie. Yeah. And it's really refreshing. And he meets Toby. later on. He meets Toby later and he's like, oh, look, you've, you've, you've grown up. Like, because it's just, oh, he's such a good actor. But he's evil at the start. He is. And they, there's a big fight scene where yeah. uh, Peter saves the lady from the college. Yes. And um, there's, what do you think about the nanobots taking over the arms? I think it's it's a clever way of subduing Doc Ock. The I do think it's a bit lazy in terms of a story point. There's a lazier story point that I'll bring up later when it happens. Okay. Um, but I, I like the idea that the because Doc Ock is being controlled by the arms at that point, the arms just see new technology. Yeah, I suppose you can see it like that. Yeah, that, no, I, I, I'll buy in on that. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, get okay. you get yeah, what I'm okay. saying there. I, I, I did like when he's controlling them. And there's like that bit. I'm like, oh, this is a bit. Yeah, yeah. When he's like making him, he, he Peter moves his arms and Doc Ock moves the arms yeah. and all that. That's a, that. Yeah, but that's a bit. Mar. It's a bit MCUE. You know. It's that, a, I think that was the vibe I was getting. I was like, Meh, it's a bit MCUE. It's because it doesn't fit in with Tobey Maguire. Weirdly, like that universe. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the, in the interactions we've seen with this character with another Spider-Man, um, and so he captures him basically, mm-hmm. and they get him back into Doctor Strange's. Just as Green Goblin shows up, by the way, yeah, you could hear the laugh. That, then, the laugh is so fucking good, and Doc Ock saying Osborne, yeah, like just confused because he knows he's dead. He knows he's dead, and. So they bring them back to, and sorry, Strange locks them up in these, I don't know what they're, magic cages. Magic you know, cage, yeah, magic yeah. cages. Magic cages. Magic cage for yourself. <laughs> um, and Strange is like, the multiverse is open. We fucked it. Yeah. Um, the spell, some of them snuck through. He says, yeah, I don't think he, he doesn't say all of them, because the all of them would have been a get out. Yeah. But he's like, some of them is what he says, which on the second time around, I'm like, okay. That makes more sense because I was like, "Well, why doesn't why doesn't Gwen Stacy show up before she dies? Why doesn't why is MJ here?" Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so it's just it's a few select people managed to get through, um, and Strange is now commissioning Peter to go and collect the rest. And did you also like the bit where Ned's like, "I have magic in my fingers." Yeah, <laughs> my, my grandmother's always said there's magic in my family. <laughs> Which first we've heard of this. I'll, I'll bring it up now. The whole Ned being magic thing, 
they better there better be a payoff to that later because otherwise he's just a way for people to get around in this movie. Yeah, I think they just wanted to include Jacob. Yeah, a, a little bit like other like he just opens portals for the plot to happen. That is heavy laziness to be like, okay, well we need a minute, but we also need to get people around. Yeah, and Doctor Strange is gone. Yeah. And so, yeah, Ned can do it, I guess. I I understand. That's probably more of a negative in that regard. But I like Jacob, and I like Ned. That's the thing, and I I do like the way that the other Spider-Men are brought in. Yeah, Because exactly. it's, it's not through some big dimensional thing. It's just, no, they're, they just kind of walk in. And, and it's also shown that they have been there for a day. Yeah, and there have been... Oh, we'll, we'll get to yeah, that okay, scene, because okay. that scene's brilliant. That scene is brilliant. Uh, so then um, Peter's like, okay, i got to go out and find the other ones yeah. that are causing hassle. And he runs into Jamie Foxx's Electro yeah. and Sandman, Thomas Hayden Church. And I, I like... Okay, so let's start with Jamie Foxx. I like how they explain why he's not blue anymore. <laughs> I like how they just were like, Jamie's like, I'm not coming back if you got to dress me in that stupid wig and give me the, the gap in my teeth. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, well, you can just be Jamie Foxx. Just be cool. Just yeah, be, yeah. Just be like, yeah. Do you want to be funny? Yeah, you're not funny in, the, in that moment. Well, you can be funny you're in this You're pretty one. funny in this one. There's, <laughs> you're there's, a funny guy. There's some really good interactions between the villains in this. But uh, yeah, so I like how Thomas Hayden Church is on side with Spider-Man at the start. Because he thinks it's Tobey Maguire. He thinks it's Tobey Maguire, but then he doesn't trust it. The second it's not Tobey Maguire, he's like, I don't trust you. I don't know you. Yeah. Um, and little comic nod, fucking 10 Easter eggs you missed. Um, <laughs> Jamie Foxx's Electro ends up dressed as an electrical lineman, which is what his um, original profession was in the comics. That's his no origin. Way. Yeah. He also has the, when he lands, there's a split second of the, the shock. Uh, mask yes helmet thing um, which is pretty cool just, pretty in, cool. just in general yeah. um, but yeah Sandman and uh, Electro both get captured and they get sent back to Doctor Strange's and then yeah. you have Lizard is already in one of the cages Lizard is already there um, Lizard I don't think um, what's the actor's name Ifan oh no oh. I've forgotten it the, you, you keep talking the guy guess. from Notting Hill <laughs> he is in Notting Hill he is Ifan Dries Ifan, uh, oh. Reese Ifans. Reese Ifans. Reese Ifans. I knew it was Ifans somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he is. He's not in this. He, I know. He is. Also, very... Thomas Hayden Church is also not in this, other than the voice. Yes, and a bit at the end. But, like, the lizard is. That's does... old footage, isn't it? What? It's old footage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. The, uh, the lizard is, like, he just doesn't do a lot in this. No, he's he's very useless. He's just there to make five. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's there to give Andrew Garfield more of a reason to be there. Yeah, and they couldn't bring back um, Dane DeHaan. So. God, they tried. <laughs> they tried. Fucking imagine not like Willem Dafoe's Norman Osborn meeting Dane DeHaan's Harry Osborn. This... Norman Osborn would kick the fucking shit. He would destroy shit. that child. <laughs> destroy him and laugh the whole time. Oh yeah, he'd um, enjoy it. The, the, yeah, the great thing is all the villains interacting with each other as well. Like, yeah. Just having chat and they're all like, you're dead. Like, you're both dead. And like, Samba's like, don't listen to Doc Ock. Like, he's dead as well. It was, it was all a, over the news. Yeah. And you had the lizard and Electro talk and Electro's like, what? Yeah. And so there's this, there's a bit where Doc Ock is like, no, I remember it. Because I, I killed Spider-Man I had him by the throat yes and, and he can't remember any further than that yeah 
It's like, fuck. And so then uh, Peter's like, Goblin's the last one. Yeah. And so Goblin's at Maze. He's, He's at up. Feast. He's at Feast, which... Oh, sorry. Okay, so there's a scene in an alley before this. Where he destroys the mask. He destroys the mask and the mask is talking to him. And he, I can't stress how much I love the scared, confused... Old man Norman Osborn. I think Willem Dafoe might be one of the greatest actors to ever live. I think he might be, mm. because that is phenomenal. It's, I mean, it's so... I I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but it's so comic booky. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is, because he plays the two different people very well. I like how they get rid of the goblin mask. Because his face is a goblin. He just he can, he can do that stuff with he his face. He looks like a goblin. But when he's in Feast, first of all... Peter comes barreling in. Yes. Being like... He's ready to kill. Yeah. He like, he's like, Aunt May is in danger. And mm. he's sprinting through Feast. And Norman Osborn is just there, like, huddled under a green and purple blanket thing. Because he's a goblin. Um, and just being like, Oscorp doesn't exist. There's someone living in my house. I don't know what's and happening. my son... I, my, my son my, isn't here. I don't know where... Yeah, there's no Harry. He's just... He's a broken man. And like you but do, you feel bad for him. You do, but you also you know who you, he is. Yes, and you're just like this guy. He's tried this already on Toby, and Toby didn't fall for it. He didn't. But you know. But the thing is, like he's not pretending there. No, he's genuinely Norm- doesn't know. Yeah, Norman Osborn and the Green Goblin are different personalities. Yeah, it's not the Goblin pretending to be Norman Osborn, um, but like. It, just on him, in this movie, he is scarier than he has oh. ever been. He is fucking terrifying. We have to talk about this. the hallway scene eventually. But, yeah. um, so he brings it also. There's a moment where Peter's like, like I don't want to do anything. Like, I want to fight him. Like, They're we, not my we, problem. We don't my pro- and Aunt May is the reason why all of this occurs. Yeah. Because Aunt May is like, you got to help people. Like, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we do. Look at him. He's like, scared. He's scared. And even if she doesn't like really understand the the level of like how evil he is. Yeah. But she just looks at him and just re like she puts into his brain, You're Spider Man, you help people. If yes. you can. If you can help people, we have to help people. You have to try. You have to try. I mean great power comes later on, but the idea is always the same. That like Peter wants to be like, let's just get rid of all of them. Send them all back. At yeah. this point he's with He's like, he wants to use the box that Doctor Strange has. Yeah. And May is the one that's like, you can't do that. That's Yeah, and his argument is like, oh, it'll be better for them. They can get help in their own universes. Yeah, and it's not until they all go back to um, Doctor Strange's that he's like, oh, they all die. Yeah, and he's like, I will be committing these five people to death. And this is when Doctor Strange turns up with the box. He's like, I've got the box. I'm We're going to send them back. It. We're ready to push this button and the MacGuffin's going to send them all back and we're all go- they're all going to die. And let's not worry about Peter. It's not yeah. a problem anymore. And he... Peter steals it. Peter steals the box. And there's a moment where Doctor Strange don't. Don't do it. And he steals it and he gets out of there. Um, you all see the moment in the trailer where he, t- like, he takes him in astral form. He puts him out of his body. Love this. You've seen the spider... Yeah, it's the spider sense. Yeah, his spider sense won't let Strange take the box from Fucking him. fantastic. It's so good. Just moving the box even though he's not in his own body. Like, it, and like, that's that's how powerful the spider sense is. Like, um, Peter Parker has been like knocked unconscious and the spider sense has gotten him home. Fuck. Yeah. Serious? In the comics, yeah. 
It is busted. Like, that is so cool. It's such a song, you'd have to see it twice to really, like, see it, but the lines appear above his head. When Do they? Like, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. That's class. There's, it's very, very small. But they appear. You can see the lines That's over amazing. the body when he's moving the box because Strange is trying to steal it. Oh, it's so good. Um, and I like how he just kind of swims back into his body. He's like swimming real slow. <laughs> and he gets back in and then they have to... They go... Um, to the mirror dimension. To the mirror dimension. And this is a great fight scene. They're just... Like, Peter's just trying to steal the box. And Doctor takes him to the one place where he's a god. Yeah. But Peter Parker is... That was my stomach. <laughs> but Peter Parker is a genius. Yeah. And I feel like it's never more evident than in this movie. That he's just a genius. That like Off his own back, without Stark or anything like that. He just looks around and he figures out the maths. He beats Doctor Strange with Matt. Yeah, because it's like, it's like a Fibonacci spiral or some shit like that. And he's like, oh, okay, I can, I can do this. Yeah. And so he, he ties Doctor Strange up. In the mirror dimension. Enough to where he can't do spells anymore. Steals a sling ring and just fucking leaves him there. Yeah. He does the Loki to him. I've been falling for 30 minutes. But he does it to him in the mirror dimension. He's like, okay, I'm going to leave you here. Yeah. I'm going to fuck off and solve this problem. But, he's, he, but he says, like, look, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to try. Yeah. And I feel like Strange kind of respects that. But Strange is right in a way. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, this is the great thing that, like... It's always... This is the plot of Age of Ultron as well. That, like, Tony is right. Or, like, it's a civil war. Tony, Tony is right overall. Tony, Tony Stark has always known long-term what's best. Yes. But Captain America is off emotion, feeling right now, this is bad. I don't want to do this because morally, this I, is wrong. I don't believe in I this. I don't believe in it. Spider-Man is very, ironically... Like Captain America here. It and is. Doctor Strange is Iron Man. But that's another thing that Spider-Man has, is that it's an indomitable will. Like, once his mind is set on something, it cannot be changed. Because Tony Stark would have pressed that button. Oh, in a heartbeat. In a second. And But Captain America wouldn't have pressed that button. Peter Parker won't press that button. Doctor Strange would have pressed that button in a second. Yeah. Because they, even though, to be honest, they're right. They're the older heads. They're smart. Yeah. We have it, to... You love the hero. It's like, I just morally... Yeah, like This is the right thing to do, even though it's wrong. Yeah, you can't... But, like, from Strange, like, you can't risk the fate of your own universe based on six villains who came here by accident. Yeah. Like, because of a fucked up spell. That... And I totally see both sides, but I want Spider-Man to succeed. Because he's... He's our hero. He's our hero. And he's the one we, like... Because for some reason, Doctor Strange is seen as, is seen as the adult. And yeah. Tom Holland is seen as... Or Peter Parker is seen as, like... Not the child, but, like... He sees the 18-year-old going, I'm going to show... There's a better way to do this. Yeah. I'm going to figure this out. It, he's a, he, he, and it might even be, like, naivety that does it. That, like, he doesn't yeah. know the extent of how the world works yet. But I think that's why Civil War works. Just even to go back to that, like, this is t- true. Tony Stark is like, you're too naive. You don't realize this is fuck because this is like, and you're gonna hate this comparison, but it's like Star Wars. Okay, so go on. like you have Obi Wan, who's very by the book on the Jedi Council. He's raising Anakin, whereas you could have had Qui Gon, who's much more about feeling and what's right and what's actually morally yes. right, raise the troubled young kid. But, like, in the MCU, Tony Stark basically just took charge of Peter Parker 
and taught him the ways of and, things. And Peter Parker tried to be Tony Stark for a long time. Until he realised he, wa- he just wasn't. He wasn't and he couldn't be he and just, he shouldn't be. He doesn't have that in him to just be like, yeah, let's just kill 10,000 people to save a million people. Peter Parker, when getting the spider suit, tried to help people. Tony Stark went and killed a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, like he went on an extra military operation. So people always say like he's a mini toy star. He's not in terms of how they go about takes. No, he it's has just because he has the tech. He has the tech, and like it, that was fine while he had it, but he it's it's not what makes him Spider Man. So he takes the box and he then he goes and he releases all of the villains and he gives the box to Zendaya and Jacob and he's just like take this and there's a really lovely scene where MJ like. Gives him a hug. Yeah. And he's like, okay, just stay safe. And Ned, go on. I like how all the villains are fascinated that MJ is with Peter. (laughs) It's like, there's no way. There's no way he pulled her, right? (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's just a case of like, they're just acting like normal 18-year-olds. Like the three of them are like, okay, we're on our own. Yeah. We have all these villains. And Spider-Man's just like trying to figure it out. Like Peter's like, okay, take this box. Go, you are, you're the, they're the plan, right? I'm yeah. going to protect myself. Ye have that box. If anything happens, press that button yeah. immediately. If I text you to press the button, you press the button. Yeah. And then there's like, if you don't text me after a certain length of time, I'm pressing the button. Exactly. And so the two of them go off and he takes them back to Happy's place. Yeah. And this is a really great scene that leads up to one of the most horrifying scenes. But you have to have that moment of everything's fine. Everything's fine. And it's lovely. And it's a fun scene. It is. Because... Peter Parker is going to fix everyone. He decides to start with Doc Ock. Who's very against it. He's like, you're an idiot. You're a kid. Yeah, but he's still trapped by the arms at this point. And so they have a replicator from Stark Tech that Happy stole. They have a MacGuffin. They have another MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's what Happy needs the lawyer for, is that he stole a bunch of Stark (laughs) Tech, apparently. But um, there's a scene of Peter Parker working on the new chip for Doc Ock. And Norman Osborn is beside him. Mm. And he's fully Norman Osborn at this point. Are you going to talk about the spidey sets? That no. After, no, no, no. It's when he's designed the new chip and he's talking Osborn through it. Yeah. And Osborn is just like, you are remarkable. Yeah. Like, if you ever... I think he says, if you need a job and don't mind commuting to another universe, yes. Oscorp would love to have he's you. such a lovely guy. Such a lovely guy. Yeah. But, like... Because this is all brand new technology to him. Mm. Like... um. But it's nothing to Peter. He's he, he's a he's a dab hand at it. He's, um, a, he's a mini Iron Man. He's a genius. He's a genius. And so he makes the new chip. He figures out that the arms are controlling Doc Ock. And Alfred Molina, when he gets the new chip put in to allow him full control again, he his first thing is just like, it's so quiet. Yeah, he, they were just constantly at him in yeah. his brain. That's why he was so angry all he, the time. He never had a moment's fucking peace. Yeah. And now, now he finally has peace, and he becomes himself again. Yeah, and he's just—he's a good guy now. Yeah, he like Doc Ock is a good guy in this movie. By yeah. the end of it, like he just becomes Alfred Molina, the character at the start of Spider Man Two, who just wants to do good, but has the arms now. Yeah, the, and, and he knows how to control them. Now, in the very next scene, so he fix he fixes Alfred. Easy. Okay, now we're just going to get working again. Right, that's one fixed. Yeah. Then he comes up with a thing for Electro. It's like easy. You just put this on. It'll take all your electricity. Um, but I like how he's like, not all the electricity. No, no, like your brain will have enough electricity to live. And it's like classic, you're a nerd, Peter Parker, yeah. show up, stop talking. <laughs> um, but he's like, you're going to take, it's going to take all your electricity and you'll be absolutely fine. You'll yeah. just be normal. Um, 
And so th- that's the moment where Jamie Foxx has that look in his eye, which is good act. Jamie Foxx, Oscar winning Jamie Foxx. Oscar winning Jamie Foxx. He's pretty Fox. good. He's really good in this movie. And he just has that moment where he's like, wait, I'll be uh, normal. Yeah. Like, I wasn't good when I was normal. I don't like being normal. Yeah. And he's just sitting there and this yoke is on his chest, like ticking. Just like slowly taking and charge And Sandman is looking body. at him as well. They also had a great scene of like... Gotta watch where you fall. Yeah. <laughs> so I fell in a vat of a, uh, radioactive electric eels. I fell in a particle collider. Gotta watch where you fall. <laughs> such a stupid joke. It's, I love that kind so, of shit. It's so dumb to just like compare notes. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And we're like in on the joke because we've seen both of them. It's like, yeah, look. Who. Yeah, and I think that's that's the benefit of it is that, and maybe it's why this film works with so many villains when the other ones didn't, is that you don't have to introduce them this time. No, they're all already fully formed. Yeah. Ready to go. Um, And so you have, then there's this... This is really the kick in the balls. The, from this point on, this movie is like... It's a relentless kick in the it's balls. It's a relentless kick in the balls. Um, so, very next scene is you're like, this is all lovely. They're yeah. all working together. It's all going well. What could go wrong? This is only Act 2. There's never going to be a down point. No. Um, End the movie at Act 2, In the I. movie at Act 2, like before the peak. Um, <laughs> and so, what happens is Peter stops and he looks up and there's a moment... And this is our first time of Tom Holland really using the Spidey sense in this way. Yeah. That he's like, something is wrong in this house. Yeah, and I just need to pinpoint it. And he just, it's like a detector. He's like going around in a radar. And he just stands up and he leaves the room. And he's walking and he's looking at everyone. Yeah. And it's just like white noise until he funnels it into one area. Yeah, and you think, like, first, like, because... Jamie Foxx is kind of looking at him like, are you looking at me? Yeah. Yeah. And he just looks and his focuses in on feckin' Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe, like that. Turns. And you just hear the laugh. Yes. And then immediately you're like, the fucking prick is back. Yeah. The the goblin's back. Goblin's here. And even, like, Spider-Man even says, goblin. Like, he knows it's a different person now. And it's just, I mean... This is what kicks off this absolute batshit scene where everything goes to shit. Yes. Alfred Molina is kind of like trying to help, but he's he's, re- he's really of no use in this. He's not as ruthless now no. as well because he's not Doc Ock anymore. No, he's just, he's just nice Dr. Octavius. He's, yeah, he's Otto Octavius Otto again. Octavius now. Um, and Aunt May is there and appears like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. run. And so Electro begins to take... Uh, he all, takes an arc reactor. He takes the arc reactor and he becomes basically like so powerful, like immortal. Yeah, in terms yeah. of how powerful he he's is. He becomes basically pure energy at yeah. this point. And so he's able to do everything he wants. Sandman is like, I don't trust this. Yeah. This is fucked. I'm going with you. So he goes off and they all just fuck Peter up for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Like Goblin in this is terrifying because we've seen like Goblin fighting in the Raimi movie, the first one. It's he's it's just a, it's kind of a brawl like they're they're just lads grappling for a lot of it mm. and a lot of flips going on, but in this he is destroying Peter Parker like so powerful like ten times more powerful than Peter Parker yeah like he throws him through the floor well, power bobs him through a few floors yeah and like he's the, oh the hallway okay the hallway we need to talk about the hallway what do you right? want to say about the hallway Connor I genuinely had. The biggest smile, but also <laughs> I was fucking terrified yeah. at the same time. Because 
that scene where he's on his fucking shoulders or on his chest and Peter's just laying into him and between punches Willem Dafoe is just cackling yeah. just cackling back with his weird this fucking, is what I want this is, oh man because his whole thing with Spider-Man is, and it's it's said in Spider-Man 1 it's like you're, we're not so different you and I and so it's it's the Batman Joker thing like it's the Dark Knight scene in the fucking interrogation yes, room where he's exactly. punching them and the joke's just laughing. Just what can la- you do? Yeah, and it's like, you know, I want you to hurt. I want you to give in to rage. Yeah. I want I want you to kill me. And <laughs> like, so, like, it's just there's nothing more terrifying than we see our hero putting everything into these fucking punches and the villain's just laughing at him. It's just it's like, not doing anything. He can't do anything to me. Because he's a super soldier. He's like, a super soldier psychopath. Yeah. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Break all of his teeth. He's just going to keep laughing at you repeatedly. Yeah. He doesn't care about pain. He doesn't feel any of it. So the fight breaks down into, like, the entrance lobby. The lobby kind the, of area. The lobby. And there's just a big moment where Anne May is nearly out and Goblin catches up. Yeah. And Peter and him fall through the floor. And they basically... Because Peter got fucking power bob through another floor. He's gone through like 10 floors. Yeah, he um, is broken by the end of this. And Peter's fucked. And Goblin just stands up. And he looks at May. And he's like, they can stick lighter. And there's yeah. a shot of the fucking blades. And you're just like... Oh, I've seen what happens here. I know what happens here. The, and so the, but May stabs Goblin with the serum that they were working and on. And he says, it's not finished. It doesn't work. Yeah. It wasn't finished yet. Yeah. They hadn't finalised it. Um, and so the Goblin... The, the, the fucking the glider. glider comes in. I said the Goblin. The Goblin the glider comes in. Co- comes in and hits May. Yeah. Right. But she's okay. She's okay. She's fine. She's okay. She's Goblin stands up, throws a fucking grenade. And the great, the great scene is... That Peter diving across, catches it and fucks it back. Yeah. And like takes all the hit on his own ribs to protect that mate. Yeah. Because Peter's just a lovely boy. Um, and he just wants to protect his, uh, his aunt. Yeah. Who he, who he loves very much and is the only person in the whole world. only family left. Only family. Literally, he has nobody yeah. other than her, MJ and Ned. And the two of them aren't here. He ha- like, and May's loss would de- devastate this point. Oh, man. it absolutely would. Devastate him. And I thought they were going to do it. Yeah, and then she stood back up and started talking. You, they fucking got me as well. Yeah, they got, they, I don't because I didn't see this coming. Did you see this coming? I before going into the movie, I thought they might do it. I thought really? it was, I thought it was going to be her or happy who I, gives the the line. I thought it was going to be happy. But yeah, now, the minute she said that line, I'm like, oh no. That's the that's, that's the, the death de- sentence. That's the death sentence. The minute you say the line, yeah. and she said it, and it's such a in a loving way. She's like, "I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm just catching my breath. I'm okay, I'm okay." Yeah. And then she says the line, and the minute she said it, I went, "No, fuck off! They're not doing Don't this. Don't do this. Don't this do is this. a heartbreak." She's scene. fine. She's fine. And then it doesn't even show you her injury. She no. Just keep, she just keeps going. Like probably would have put up the rating to be honest on the the marvel, yeah, but yeah, like to show her, like a big hole in her side, but like. She, my favourite part Miss Marissa Tomei fucking hell this woman is absolutely unbelievable in this scene oh kills it absolutely kills it like the first of all she gives a speech like she's in bits because of Green Goblin who she encouraged Spider-Man to help yes and she says it was still the right thing to do like we did the right thing yeah because the two of them are in it together always oh yeah they're a team and like she's like I convinced you, but, like, me and you, we did the right thing. I don't give a shit what he does to me. Yeah. Like, because that's, like, a proper parental figure. Like, I'm willing to sacrifice myself for the good of your life. Yeah. Like, you. It's like you, and, like, you have a power, and with great power, 
there must also come great responsibility. It's like, oh. She falls on the floor, Sean. Oh, she And does. she's just like, I just need to catch my breath. I yeah. just need to catch just my breath. Just, start, just need a minute. I just need to catch my breath. And she keeps saying that. And you can see a look on Tom Holland, once again, by the way, fucking kills it. The two of them, if, if I could put it in acting terms, in terms of a sporting analogy, the crowd goes silent. And you just hear one bat bag yeah. and it's just a fucking home run straight out of fucking stadium yeah. the two of them it's my god it's heartbreaking because he's he knows but he's not willing to admit it and he's just like get up man like we just need to keep going we yeah. just need to keep going she's like I just need to catch my breath just and, one more time and yeah it, it starts with get up and yeah. then it's no come on speak to me speak and then it's may, may look at me like yeah. like anything He's looking for. Oh, my man. God, he's screaming for an ambulance. It's at this moment, right, where I figured out my great weakness is I can watch sad movies all day, mm. right? I'll watch Marley and Me, I won't cry, right? Oh, my God. I'm a, I'm a lunatic like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Tom Holland oh. is my weakness, right? He has if a that, face. If that poor little boy starts crying, <laughs> I will start crying with him because the moment I've said it to you in Homecoming, when he's under all the fucking rubble, yes. and he's like, Somebody help me! Somebody, I'm under here. I'm somebody. stuck. I was literally in the cinema, like somebody help that poor boy, <laughs> and he's Spider Man, and I'm like, somebody help the poor boy. He's stuck under all the rubble. I don't know what it is, but it's it might be his voice. I don't know. He has a yeah, he has a way, and he says it in interviews. Like his technique to like cry and make himself sad is that he'll just repeat <clears throat> the same thing over and over again. So like in Infinity War. It was. I don't. I don't feel so good, Mister Mister Stark. Mister Stark. I don't feel so. I good. think that's a good scene, but I think it's the weakest out of the three. Oh them. no! In terms of like Tom Holland being sad, like Tom Holland. Oh. This might be peak Tom Holland sadness, and I was way up every step of the way. Oh. Like I was all in. And Happy pulls up, and he sees it, and he sees yeah, and, and he's like Peter, run, Peter, like Gower here. And because all the lads are coming in, all the SWAT team, yeah. with the guns. Peter's like, uh, Happy's like, I'll buy you a few moments, run. But, like, he doesn't even have time to grieve. No. He has to just, like... He takes a shot in the arm. Yeah, he takes a shot in the arm. Oh, my God. And, and he says to me, I'm sorry. And he's crying, and I'm crying, and everyone's crying, Sean. And there's a scene next, and it's him on the rooftop. With the rain. With the rain, looking at J. Jonah Jameson. While he talks shit about him. While he talks shit about him. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. The way that scene is. like, Because I never thought John Watts was... Um, I, I didn't think he had like a, a style or anything like that but that shot is so well put together yeah. that like that could sum up this movie for me like it's just you see this man has this poor boy has had his heart ripped out yeah. in front of him five minutes ago five minutes ago and now he's like this guy's a dickhead like yeah. imagine your loved one dying like your what are your parents or someone that you love dying and then two minutes later you got the TV and the TV's telling you you're a dickhead and you're a criminal yeah. and it's like fuck just give me a break like ten minutes just, just get, let me grieve like, let me grieve and I got shot and it's just like but you know what the balls of this movie is is they have this scene right mm-hmm. and I was at like an emotional level of like depth of I was at, at the lowest point yeah. and I was like I'm with him I, I want to kill Goblin myself <laughs> fuck you Willem Dafoe kind of thing right but the, also the sadness comes from knowing it's his fault and you're with him like this is your fault and we know it's your fault yeah this can be tracked back to you but we still like you because you tried yeah and that's like 
Uncle Ben died because it's Spider-Man's fault. He let the robber get away. Exactly. And that's the whole origin of Spider-Man. Yeah. And so the very next scene is, I think, Zendaya's best scene in the whole movie. I think this, she is fucking unreal in this scene. And that is the scene in the house. Yeah. When the So you're, the movie's at an all-time emotional low. And I felt like, I think John Watts is probably like, okay. Can we need to pep this up a bit? We, we've just killed that man. We need to bring in the big guns to yeah. try and bring the the movement back because the movie's at a standstill of just like this is the saddest thing. Yeah, we could like stop and just be sad for a while. Yeah. but no. Everyone listen to Coldplay. Let's have a cry. Of but course. no, it's it's literally okay. Let's kick it. We need to kick it into the last act. Yeah. And so the portal's open, Sean, and you have um, Zendaya and uh, Jacob Battleon are there, and they open up the portal. And Andrew just, Garfield comes true. Yeah, because he no, it, like, and it's the preface of that is like, no, I just want to see Peter, and that's what he thinks of to bring the portal up. And then they had me going for a second because it's a it's a rainy alley, and you just see red and blue. That's it. And then it walks through, and Andrew Garfield yes. is now in the MCU. Yes, and he walks through, and. Zendaya, oh man, I laughed so like I was I was done like just like sad, but yeah. then Zendaya throwing the fucking bread at him, and like the, the her movement and acting in this scene, you go back and watch it. I could not stop laughing. Is that like really great comedic acting of like she throws the bread and she throws up like a kung fu like yeah. stance of like what's going on? What's and happening she, here? And she's looking around like the head is on a swivel and like okay, prove your Spider Man. Yeah, like just prove it. And Andrew Garrett is like doesn't work for bread. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want from me stick to the walls <laughs> yeah stick to the walls and when he, he sticks to the roof Zendaya does the old like she's in the kung fu stance she looks around and then she just very quiet and goes crawl around a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and so then he crawls around and then her, the grandmother comes out could you get this cobweb just up in the up corner there. <laughs> well, and this ties into it though because we first when we first see Andrew Garfield he is in the Spider-Man suit yes when we see because they try again to get through to Tom Holland, Peter Parker. This is where we're going to have to start calling them just by their names. Yes. Try to get through Tom Holland. And who should walk through a second portal? The legend himself. Legend himself, Mr. Tobert Maguire. Hasn't, <clears throat> hasn't been in a movie since 2014. My God. Yeah. That's actually insane. It's t- t- This is his first movie back. What a return. Yeah. I mean, cause he, but he walks through in regular civilian clothes. And the first... It's amazing that the minute he walks through... There's senior seniority yes. in there. Do you're like that's that's the OG. That's, that's the original. That's Spider-Man. Peter B. Parker. Like, yeah, he knows shit. He's experienced. He's the best one. And I like how they like they immediately are wary of each other for a second. And when they have that split fight scene, Toby webs the shooter. Yes, immediately. And Andrew Garfield looks down, and goes, "Okay, cool. That, that's clever. That's clever. Okay, cool. Um, like immediately, you just." I mean, how did you react in the cinema when these two popped up? Oh, I was like jumping out of my seat. Mm. Like, I was very, very excited. Mm. Um, I kind of wish I had been able to go in blind on this, but yeah. that was never going to happen. I would have gone in blind on the villains as well. Yeah. They should have just made a, a Doctor Strange, Tom Focus Holland, thing. like Peter Parker movie. That's the thing. Um, but no like, trends. no, there, there were cheers and claps in the cinema, like. This was this is a, a very special moment, I want to call it. But I think the next one is even more special. Yeah. The scene on the rooftop is, I think, possibly top three Spider-Man scenes of all time. Oh, certainly on film, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think 
I think you know what uh, I heard someone I, I agree with it Spider-Verse sprinted mm-hmm. so this movie could run yeah about that, I mean like Spider-Verse this movie's good like Spider-Verse is obviously like fucking outstanding but like Spider-Verse laid the groundwork for like this is how you do it yeah people are able to deal with multiple universes yeah. this is how you get and people so this movie kind of takes that and I, I like the idea of like Spider-Verse sprinting so this could run not walking <laughs> no, it sprint yeah. it fucking left the station but um the scene on the rooftop, I think you probably have train scene mm-hmm. uh, from Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I would say Keaton finding out in the car. In, yes, at the traffic lights. And I would say this. Yeah. I, I can't think of an Andrew Garfield one that's that good or anything in the other two Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. No, and it's not that those... Like, no, there's, no, there's it's not, not that bad. there's no bad... But yeah. these are all time cinema Spider-Man moments these are iconic Spider-Man cinema moments yeah 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 so like and I would even count like things like the upside down kiss in the rain just because that's been so parodied and like yeah. it's in the, the culture so much so, yeah I, I think train Keaton then this and this works so well because Tobal is at his absolute lowest like yeah he, he he's on the roof because that's where he feels safe yeah and Zendaya and uh, Jacob Adelon turn up and they're just like so then MJ are like you they, fr- they hug him first. They do hug him. It's a lovely moment. Yeah. Um and you like the best thing about this is the chemistry between the three of them is you believe it. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Every sec step of the way. Tom Maguire, James Franco, I never believed we were friends. Ever. No. <laughs> Ever. I mean they weren't. Those actors hated they, each other. Like, it's never believable that those three people have chemistry together. Yeah. Right? It's just not on the car. These three are literally like they're intertwined. They're like the I think they're on this camera together, the movie's better. Yeah. The three of them are interacting. It's like these people know each other the, and like each other. The, and you can get that. You and can feel it. I like Zendaya says there's some people here and Tom Holland goes into fight mode. Yes. He's like, Oh fuck, I have to do this. Because he's just he's broken. He's a broken man. Yeah. And he looks up at the silhouettes of the two of them on the on the top of the school. I, I think, think that's it, it, yeah. They're on like the, the bell tower of the school yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, and so they jump down and Pierre's still like, who the fuck are you What's doing? going on who here? Fuck, I'm sending the two of you back. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you? You shouldn't be here. We're like, we're Peter Parker. Because at this point he's done. He's like, I don't want to help anyone. Yeah. I'll send everyone back to die. I don't care. I just want to kill the goblin. Yeah, I just want to kill the goblin. Like, I'll send everyone back. I, I want to kill the goblin myself. Yeah. You don't get to kill, go- kill the goblin. Um, And this scene just expands to the point of like you learn so much about the old Spider-Man yeah like that we get what happened after their movies like that's all explained to us the Andrew Garfield characterization, I think is the best I think so but because I think he was the most open-ended I think he's also the most underwritten yes I would have treated him because he only had two movies to be fair yeah whereas uh, Toby got a trilogy but like Andrew Garfield like he gives a speech and he's just like um, I tried to go and be a normal Spider-Man, but eventually I, I stopped pulling my punches. That is, that's the best line. It's so good. Like, the minute he said that, I was like, oh, fuck, that's so good. That, like, we see Gwen die. Yeah. We see him, and he comes out when he faces the rhino or whatever. But, like, you never get that emotional thing. And I love the idea of, like, that character who's all jokey, is all comic like, he slowly just... Uh, I, do, I like that it doesn't just happen. Like, it's yeah. like, I slowly just stopped pulling my punches like I just I just got anger. angry it's just because she's dead like and I can't do anything about that yeah so and he says as well it's like um, he like he's basically Spider-Man all the time 
he's like, there's no time for Peter Parker stuff. That's why he's in the suit. You yeah. never, he's never in regular clothes in this movie. No, he's just always on patrol. He's always on the mission. Kind yeah, of thing. He's, he's turned into Batman. He's, turned into, he's going down the Batman path. Yeah, he's, yeah, got, yeah. he's, got, he's turned into Batman and just stopped pulling his punches. Yeah. Like, he's Batman after Jason dies, is yeah. what I would look at him as. Exactly. He's just full of rage and he doesn't know where to put it. And he just wants to punch people until they feel, make him feel better. Yeah, and that's why he, like, he's looking for Peter. Um, that's, that's why he's like, we need to go see him because... This happened to me. I don't want it to happen to him. And then you think, okay. And then Toby's on the other side, and he's like, "My uncle Ben died." Yeah. And I it's actually, my fault. it's my, I actually got my revenge on the guy who did it. Yeah. Didn't make me feel any better. I was very angry. I chased him down in the night, and he's dead, and I didn't feel any better. Yeah. I felt worse. And it's. Uh, uh, and this whole thing is like, Tom Holland is just like, no, but she's dead. Like, you don't understand, he keeps saying. Like, you, yeah. don't, you don't understand. Like, she, and before she died with great power, yeah. and then Toby finishes it off, with, comes it's great, great responsibility. responsibility. He's like, how did you know? And the two of them were like, Uncle Ben said it the day that he died. Yeah. And he's, she, he, this is the moment where Andrew Gar- or Tom Holland's like, I may have said it today that hurt she did. Yeah. So he's slightly different. It's the same idea. That's it, but he knows that like this is a Spider Man thing, clearly. Like he's like It has to happen. It always happens. And it's it's there's a thing as well. Um uh, Andrew Garfield is, is talking like I I've lost people. Um I lost Gwen. She was my MJ. Yes. And it's like, okay, that's awful. <laughs> Yeah, and so like he understands that immediately. Like he's like, you you lost your MJ. Yeah, imagine that, Tom Holland. Uh, like I lost my uncle Ben and my MJ. That's the thing. That's the thing. Because and I, they're not they're not like one upping each other. No, no, the no. The great no. thing about this is that they're like they're sympathising. You have the two, and I'm I, I hate to use this, but like you have the two adults looking at the kid. Yeah, being like we've both done the exact. We're with you. Like we know, there's only three people in the whole multiverse currently that understand that, yeah, that what know you're going, what's going through. On and we're Maybe all here. miles are somewhere. We don't know, but there's only three right now. Yeah, and we know what you feel. And he's like, you don't know. Look, no, literally, we do. Like we've been through a lot. <laughs> yeah, and and it's just to keep. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's what yeah. we do. Like yeah. that's the Spider-Man thing. And so they they agreed to like, no, let's let's fix them. Let's fix those villains. We'll help you. Because they, they, I think, you have this, like, Peter B. Parker vibe from the two of them. Yeah, but no, it's kind of redemption. It's, it's the two of them looking at this kid full of, maybe naivety, but maybe it's just, like, hope. And even though he's been through shit, they're just like, you know what? We've been kind of out of the game for too long. We're too filled with anger or we're retired or whatever. Let's do it one more time. Let's yeah. just try and redeem, like, redeem some people. It's, it's the best way I could have hoped for those three to come together. Yeah. Because of course they come together after the you know, the guardian figure dies. It, that's that's when it needs to happen. You know, my brain had never put that together. Yeah. But after like, that's the only time you would bring them together. Because yeah. they're the only two people that know what he feels. Yeah. Like Zendaya can hug him. I'd be like, oh that's so sad. But the, like Like she'll but the two of them coming and going we, Stop, shut up we know what you feel yeah and we know that you feel like it's your fault and we know that you're full of anger yeah. it's not gonna help I like I want to marvel what if about what if the other two Spider-Man weren't there 
because I think this like he would have killed them all. He would have murdered. Every, he would have become a very different oh, Spider Man. Fuck me, that would have been cool. Just, oh, here's here's what I want. Okay. Instead of the two Spider Men showing up, Venom shows. Up. <laughs> no help whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kill them. Um, and so the next scene is the three of them have come together, and. They go. They gotta do some side stuff. Sean. Oh, they're gonna science the shit. Out they're gonna of it. science the shit out of it. So they all uh, go to a lab, get all the bunsen burners out. They yeah. all get the goggles out. Matter well, high school laboratory has everything they need, isn't it's, it? It's pretty great. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest with you, this scene is just lovely. That the three of them interacting. It's just nice, and they're all working together. I like Andrew Garfield. Is just like he's the best. Yeah. But he's like, I'll take the lizard because I've cured him already. No big deal. Yeah, and they just look at him like, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. No big deal, yeah. guys. Um, and <laughs> Tobey Maguire is an absolute buzzkill <laughs> in this scene. <laughs> he always is. <laughs> he always <laughs> is. He just doesn't know how to talk to people because Ned is just like, oh, you, you, do you have like a guy in the chair? Oh, by the way, that is possibly, that might be the second best joke. Yeah. Is the thing. Is it, is it, do you have a guy in the chair? I, no, do you have a best friend? Do you have a best right? friend, sorry. And he's like, yeah, I had a best friend. He, he died in my arms. He died in my arms after turning on me and going crazy and trying to kill me. And <sighs> Jacob Batlon's acting in that scene. He doesn't say a word, but it's all in his face of the register of, oh no, oh no. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and, yeah. And the panic of being like, oh fuck, I can't believe I'm going to try and kill my best friend. And he says to Peter after, <laughs> I promise, no, because he goes to Peter and Peter's like, hey, can you run a scan on this for me? And just like, yep. And he just leaves. He just, he just fucks off. <laughs> and he's like, just so you know, I'll never turn on you and try to kill you. And Tom Holland's like, okay. And Garfield just like pats him on the back. He's like, well done. You did it. Because <laughs> like, he's had it happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, honestly, I think this is just the most lovely scene. Yeah. I was smiling ear to ear through the whole thing. Like, it's constant callbacks, constant fan service, but it all works because they all just interact in completely different ways with each other. Yeah, they all have different vibes. Another really, like, small thing is just that Toby's like, I'll work on the goblin cure. I've been thinking about it a long time. Yes. I like that he is still thinking, how could I have saved him? Because that's, that's Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man, that's what like, he does. Even though he's an absolute bummer, because that's what they are, like... He's the biggest nerd. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's the funny one in terms of like... But he's funny in a really different way. I think in this one, he's much more likable because it's he realises he's not cool. In yeah. his movie, he's cool. But right? Yeah, but like put up against the other two Spider-Men. But put up against Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It's he- like he sees himself as the old used-to-be-cool uncle. That was not very cool. Yeah, but he just, like, he takes it in stride. Yeah, whereas Tom McGuire is never cool. So he's just aware, he's like, okay, I'm the old guy, I'm yeah, the old head I'm going to be the boring one I'm going to be the boring one. Tom Holland's the new kid on the block. He knows what he's doing, and he got he's, has everything under control. Andrew Garfield, like, the vibe you get immediately is that he's in on the gag of just, like, like he just is so likeable and yeah. so just lovely in this but he's also there's a sadness to him as well. But that's why it works. Like yeah. he he has his charm, and then he also like the moment where he's like, "Do you have someone?" He's like, "I don't have time for anyone." I just yeah. I'm, but also, I mean, let's be honest. Since that movie came out, Andrew Garfield as an actor is like 
so much higher level. Like Tom yeah. Holland must have been pinching himself. Like Andrew Garfield is probably going to win an Oscar in the next. Five he did years. tick tick boom like this year. Like he's probably going to get something for that. Like he's like, he's won so many awards. He he's at the top of his game. Like when he first he, did those movies, he was just like he was the new thing. He was the new thing in Hollywood. But now he's like established. Yeah, like, now he's like a name. Yeah. The but I like like. I think Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in this looks at, like, he, he realises, I think there's a moment where he realises that, oh, I could have, okay, so Gwen is gone. There might be an MJ out there for me. Yes. There might be happiness somewhere. Yeah, and he hasn't had that in ages. Yeah, he hasn't had hope. Yeah. Um, and so there's also a lovely scene here between um, Zendaya and Tom Holland. Yeah. And, like... They just have that moment of a lot of chemistry. Once again, cannot stress enough how well, they're in the lab, aren't how, they? <laughs> how lovely these two people are together. Yes, um, they're just very sweet. It, it gives off the same vibe as Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, but but probably more. I don't. I want to say relatable, but I'm, yeah, gen, not genuine is the wrong word. No, I I was watching uh, Amazing Spider-Man with my girlfriend. She has not seen those movies, right? And she had in preparation for this of course and afterwards she was like um, she actually preferred Kirsten Dunn's Tom, Tom McGuire in the first Spider-Man and I was like why and she was like well it seemed it, to me it felt like it was just two models talking to each other in the amazing Spider-Man that like they're pretending to be like not cool but, but they're, they, they look like Emma Stone they're like Andrew specimens Gar- of like, human they're beings. just like they're they're built to, yeah. to act yes. like they're, they're beautiful humans who are in love with each other and they're like oh I've got a tough life yeah um, and they're geniuses and she's like Tom McGuire and Kirsten don't seem more real they're more like regular people more like regular people Tom Holland Zendaya have that like other like where they're probably they've got actor good looks as well but for some reason it's much more approachable I think because they're they're kind of both so themselves like in social media and things like that and like in interviews like we, you feel like you know them already kind of thing yeah and they carry that into the characters and this moment where the two of them are like looking at each other like they have that moment where they put their foreheads together like we gotta do this yeah we're, go- we're gonna do this we're gonna put it on uh, but it's also a moment where like Zadie knows like Anne May just died like yeah. <laughs> two hours ago and she's like looking at him going are you okay are you alright are you good like, and he and he flat out says like I want to kill him. Yeah, because like, she understands. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny is if you had that conversation with Ned, he would have done the same. I know, I understand. I get like, that. I get that. Like she would, Aunt May wouldn't want that for you. Like the tri- the two of them are completely on his wavelength. Like they're the best characters with Tom Holland's Spider Man. But I also feel like Ned and um, MJ are friends as well. Oh, absolutely. It's not just because they're going through Peter. It's not revolved around Peter. As yes. in, like, James Franco and Kirsten Dunst, they were just... It was just because they, they both, both knew Peter. And they that's both knew, they knew Peter. Yeah. But you can see the two of them hanging out when Tom's away. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they, they spend a lot of time, like, hanging out in this movie. Yeah. Um, Just kind of being in the chair. And, and neither of them are like, oh, I wonder where Peter is. They're just, yeah. they're just like, oh, they're still hanging out. You yeah. Can see, you can see them hanging like, out. let's do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, the moment where uh, he's like, I'm going to open the portals... And then he's like, I'm going to open the portals. And Tom, Tom Holland's like, how are you going to open the portals? Like, I've got Doctor Strange magic now. What? So cool. <laughs> when did you get Doctor Strange magic? <laughs> and look, again, I've already said it. It's, it's just kind of for them to get around. Yeah. But it works. Oh, also the introduction of the natural webs is in this. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what? I like how they have no boundaries. And they're just so curious about the natural webs. Because... 
it's like the three of them, they're all in on the gag. So they all understand. Yeah, the things are different and that's interesting. But the, the who of them can't figure out why he's like that. Yeah, because Tom Holland's like, like charging up his web cartridges and Andrew Garfield is, is just a bit like, oh yeah, yeah, that's fair, I'll do mine as well. And then Toby's just like, you guys, web cartridges? What? <laughs> and then he flicks a web and they're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yes. Because you would. Yeah, it's um, like, also... Um, Toby is like the older brother who's left home. Yes. Andrew Garfield is the middle child who still lives at home. And then Tom Holland is the kid who's like doing his leave insert at the minute. Yeah, like he's just on the up and up. He's on the up and up. He has yeah. big dreams. Yeah. Um, and so then they all they all get portaled into the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And it has the Captain America shield that was a great touch. Very Marvel. Like that's really building that universe a lot. And I think and the minute I see it, I went, that makes so much sense. They would totally do that. Like in that universe, yeah. you put the Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty because it's the freedom it's, yeah. it's all about America, all that shit. And John Walker really did a number on oh. that shield. <laughs> and what it shield stands out. for. They had to take the shield down. <laughs> well, no, Sam Wilson took it up, so it's fine. Oh, of course, of course. Um, no, they put it up higher because John Walker was there. What a cool dude. <laughs> what a cool dude. That's all we stand for. <laughs> what a nice man. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, the, the the big last fight scene occurs. Um, I love the fact that they're all like having a chat beforehand. Yeah. Um, still talking about the... Still just like every scene with just the three of them interacting I just think is magic it's fascinating and, and if, it, it's very natural the conversation once again script it's all in that script like yeah. this could have been very clunky as shit they like what's going on in your universe what's going like the leader none of the three of them ask like a question that is fan service in nature it's fan service because they're interacting exactly so. so that's that's enough and then everything else is just interesting and it's what they're, what they're talking about could be mundane like yeah. what they're talking about is like say Andrew Garfield be like do you want me to crack your back like the big fight. yeah and he's like oh yeah my back gets at me I like that Tom McGuire, like he has back issues yeah. in Spider-Man. Which... He, I, I think he said, oh, it's the swinging. Yeah. <laughs> it really does you in. Um, and like the two of them are like creaking themselves up. Tom Holland doesn't need to like warm up. No, he's, he's just always limber. Yeah, whereas like Tom McGuire, he's a bit older. Um, and then you all have the moment where Toby's like, dude, don't be putting yourself down. Yeah, because they're talking about villains they fought. <laughs> That's great. Toby's like, I fought an, I fought an alien. Yeah, uh, he took over my body for a while. Tom's like, I fought an alien on Earth and in space. Yeah, big purple and one. Toby's focused on that. It's like, sorry, in space. <laughs> yeah. And Andrew's just like, I fought a Russian guy in a rhino suit. I'm kind of lame. Yeah. I know I'm lame. Like, like just the that I think that acting by Andrew Garfield in the scene is great because he's just like, well, I mean, you're kind of kind of show me up now. I just yeah. like I feel like a Russian dude. In the, the, a rhino suit? I mean, that's not great, is it? Like, you've been to space. I haven't fought any aliens. Yeah, by any I don't want to fight an alien. I fight an alien. And it gets back onto the web thing. And again, this is where the brothers dynamic comes in for me. Because they're just like, so your body just makes that web. Like, do you ever get web block? Or? And he's like, I have had web block. He's like, yeah. It's like a mental thing. Yeah. Uh, does it come out anywhere else? <laughs> he's like, no, just... Just the wrists. <laughs> Just the wrists. <laughs> um, and then he's like, don't put yourself down, man. You're amazing. Yeah. You're, ama- you're amazing. As you're, you're the Andrew- amazing Spider-Man. And Andrew Garfield's like, I needed to hear that. Yeah, yeah, th- thanks, thanks very much. I, I love that. you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> and they just say, thank you. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> he's so uncool. I feel like he just hasn't had friends in but, years. But you know what? Andrew Garfield, I think, for some reason, I came out with this going, he's my favourite Spider-Man, even though Tom Holland's clearly my favourite. Yeah, but he's sh- Andrew Garfield's shown in this. Yeah. And I'm... Let's put on the tinfoil hats for a second, because they assign each other code names. Yeah. So Tom Holland is Spider-Man 1. <laughs> and then you're going to Spider-Man 3! Spider-Man 3! Arms up like, okay, fine, I'll be Spider-Man 3. He's the one who never got a Spider-Man 3. <gasps> what does it mean? What does it mean? I mean, could it Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Venom? <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing Dane back! No, no, no. They're bringing back... Uh, Topher Grace <gasps> Topher's back for this third one of Andrew Garfield yeah yeah. set in the MCU <laughs> <laughs> breaking marriages <laughs> yeah. so they start off the fight all the villains show up it's the bit in the trailer where there's like the big the Marvel lineup. Yeah. Um, so most of the villains show up sorry most of the villains show up except for Goblin yeah. and uh, and Octopus yes um, and what happens is they're all shit like, they're all in each other's way. They can't fight together. They can't fight, like, they can't swing together. They're always just... They're out of sync. Yeah. <coughs> so, what happens is, like, they have to reconvene and be like, that was shit. Yeah, we're bad at this. Yeah. And, and Tom Holland's like, I just never have had a team. And they're like, yeah, I've never worked with anyone before. But, but no, sorry, Tom Holland's like, I have had a team. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to brag, I'm on the Avengers. I don't mean to brag, I'm on the Avengers. And the two of them look at him like... No, Toby's like, that's amazing. What's the Avengers? <laughs> and Andrew Kevin's like, is that a band? Are you in a band? That's awesome. That's <laughs> cool. It's like, you guys don't have the Avengers? Because when Toby said that, so, he said, oh my God, that's amazing. I was like, are they just saying that the Avengers existed in the Raimi-verse eventually? No. <laughs> no he's, just, he's just being supportive of Toby. He's, he's just sad. being nice. Yeah. And so they they decide, okay, we're just going to focus on one villain at a time uh, and whittle him down that way because they're trying to fight everything at once. And he says, trust your Peter Tingle. Yeah. And... <laughs> By God, do they. And the next scene, by the way, I'm assuming you freaked the fuck out oh, when they yeah. started, like, synchronised swinging. Yeah, it's the coolest yeah. fucking thing. Also, that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man suit still looks amazing. Gorgeous. It's one of the best things ever put to screen, I think. I mean, I think it just shows up how shit the Iron Spider suit is. Yeah. In comparison to the doesn't other Doesn't work, does it? No. Like, even I would take the homemade suit. Over, yeah. Because the Iron Spider suit, it looks so fake. Yeah, like it because it's because even the Iron Man suit, it, it, it we've seen the evolution of that, so it looks like it it's just refined. You can that. just look like a robotic man. Yeah, but where the Iron Spider because of the nanobots, it's smooth. It's yeah, smooth and sleek. It's, and it's just it, there's no shiny. flaws in it. There's yeah. no flaws in the the metal texture. And for a character that we love that much, I just think it ruins it. I just think imagine that. Well, I mean that is. Rick record at the end it's fucking gone it's fucking gone it's fucking by. solved but like that was always my major problem with these movies it, it, yeah the Iron Spider suit just is the least interesting suit like it's cool for a second okay he's got the extra legs yeah cool and he can breathe in space cool yeah but after that I'm like as a character I just think it's kind of is silly <laughs> yeah and, I, and like I like when when they first meet on the bridge Doc Ock Sees the arms in the Iron Spider suit, and it's just like, oh, we got competition. <laughs> yeah, um, and so then they start taking out one by one yeah. each character. Uh, you have Tom McGuire, he takes out Sandman, they eventually get that into him, they like inject him with the shit, yeah. um, and he turns back into Thomas Hayden Church. Um, yeah. And then you also have the Lizard, who 
yeah. he sees that Ned and MJ are in the portal and he goes in and Tom Holland's like, oh shit. Yeah, and they just kind of run about the room for a bit and back through the portal. Yeah, and so then eventually when he comes back around, he turns them back into um, a human. Reese. Reese. <laughs> he turns back into Reese, uh, which is definitely a clip from an old movie. And so that's the two of them gone. Yeah. Um, and then that leaves Electro, who's there. Who is objectively the most powerful at this point. Oh, he's got the... He has the arc reactor yeah, powering him. He's, he's super powerful. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to kill all ye fuckers. And the best part is when he has, like, the three of them. He's he's like, ho- Toby attacks him from the right and he's, like, holding him with electric. Yeah. And then Andrew from the left, he's holding him. And he's, like, defeating all three of them at once until Doc Ock shows up. Yeah. There's a moment as well, um, Andrew Garfield on his own gets shocked by Electro. And, it, like, he's able to kind of bear it a bit because he's gone through it before. Yes. Because he's fought Electro in his own universe. Clever. Yes. Yes. Um, also, he greets him and is like, hi, Max, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Garfield, what a man. It's fucking great in this. But, like, I don't want to watch one or two again. No, I just want to watch this movie on loop, I just want to see him in this. Just I want to see him interacting with Tom Holland. I think... The vibe I got from the two of them, and this might be blasphemous. Oh. Dick Grace and Tim Drake. Oh. I understand it. I could not get that out of my head when I was watching him interact with Tom Holland. And I love when Nightwing and Robin, in, well, Red Robin, whatever, yeah. like the two of them interact in terms of, it's like a big brother, but it's a silly big brother who's willing to take a, a joke at. Like he's a goofball big brother, and the little brother who's also very smart, but he like looks up to the big brother like... He's he's the guy. Yeah, and he wants everyone to like take him serious, but he's also he's a goofball himself. Yeah, but he doesn't let it out oh, all that but often. It's so nice when the two of them are together because you can kind of like they can take make jokes. Like imagine a scene where the two are a movie. Oh, Tom my Holland, gosh. Andrew Garfield, double team, Spider Man. Pretty good, pretty good. Just I would going say. around one line and joking. I I like I would watch it. The the now when does a when does the bit happen? The bit? the the Andrew Garfield Andrew Garfield's best bit in the movie. Oh, so that happens. Uh, Goblin shows up. Goblin shows. Up. Um, they get the thing on the elect onto Electro, and he gets he gets. Oh yeah, sorry. Doc Ock helps. Yeah, Doc Ock turns good because he always he was pretending to be bad, but he he's good. Yeah, and, so he, and he he says the power of the sun in the palm of my hand, but he's just holding an arc reactor. We also forgot the line of "I'm something of a scientist myself." Oh yes, of course, Willem Dafoe. What a stupid, silly line, but quite funny. I'm glad they put it because it just kind of comes in out of nowhere and stops the conversation. <laughs> yes. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't fit in. But it's a meme. What it's a meme. You, you have to put it in. Um, and so they. Yeah, they solve all that. The Electro's done, Sandman's done, Lizard's done, uh, Doc Ock has turned good, so he's done. Yeah. So we one left. We got the biggest badass in the fucking movie. With the fucking coolest costume design in Hood the movie. Up. Hood up, goggles on, fucking ragtag armour tied together. William Dafoe said he wouldn't do the movie unless they let him do all the stunts as well. Yeah, 66-year-old like, Willem Dafoe said this. He's just still got. He's, what a man. Um, and he's pure madness in this he's pure evil yeah he's pure evil he does he's irredeemable like there's not a moment where he's like ah he's going no he's absolutely the worst yeah and so he shows up and this is when he knocks MJ off because they're on the scaffolding now and Um, he knocks Ned off as well he knocks Ned off and he knocks MJ off yeah and the bit in the trailer and this is really great I really love this is that you see Peter 
Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland jump and he's reaching for her. and then the trailer's like oh it's interesting to get Tom Holland the saver that's cool mm. and in my head I was like oh they probably just CGI'd out no that actually happens he is just there and then the goblin thing comes across sweeps him away and you see MJ realises she's going to die and in my head I was like that's fucking genius yes where yeah. is he <laughs> it's so good and then like and it's it's beautiful because it's, it's silent and you just hear Andrew Garfield's Peter shouting. Like you see him shout the word no. Yeah. And he he dives after her, grabs her, then fires a web. which And safely plants her on the ground. And the moment afterwards, they could have stunned that and then caught away. Yeah. But what makes the moment is the two seconds afterwards where yeah. it's silent. And... And he's just like, he realises he's done it. And he says, are you okay? And MJ looks at him and he's like full on crying. He's in bits. Like he's in bits because he realised like he's kind of had a bit of redemption. He's redeemed himself somewhat. Yeah. For not saving the love of his life. And she just looks at him and goes, are you okay? Yeah, because I guess like to him, like Gwen's death was without purpose. Like, it didn't serve anything. But at least now he was able to save MJ because he knew how not to do it. Yeah. And, and he needed that. He I needed, think that character needed that. He did, yeah. Cause, and presumably, he has replayed that moment and how he would do it different every second and, of every day and, of his life. And that's why the punches became less, or stronger and stronger. Yeah. He got madder and madder at himself yeah. for why he didn't do that. Because it was, yeah, oh, it's so fucking good. Oh, man. I'm so happy they gave him that. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we just love Andrew Carpenter. I just, he's so good in this. <laughs> and, like, Tom Maguire's good. I think he's excellent in the Peter B. Parker role. Yeah. I just think Andrew Garfield just shines. But there's a moment where Peter, uh, t- oh, fucking hell, this gets difficult, when Tobey Maguire is talking to Doc Ock, and he's just this like... This lovely. Yeah, he's like, hey, Doc. Nice to see you. Nice to see you again. It's like, my dear boy, yeah. you, you've grown... It's like, ah, oh, it's like, and that's... Payoffs. Payoffs, because they never got to really resolve things. Uh, they kind of like... Doc Ock went for a swim. Went for a swim and then swam forever. Swam forever at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Goblin gets put onto the shield that's in the water. Yeah. Um, and the big shield has fallen from all the scaffolding. They save Ned and they save MJ and... Everyone gets onto the ground, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And it's just Tom Holland. Doctor Strange comes back as well. Sorry, Doctor Strange is back. And he's mad. He's he is pissed. pissed. But then Ned is like, no, Peter's plan is working. He's curing them. But he's still mad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's furious. Yeah, and so... He says to Ned as well, where did you get... How did you make that portal? <laughs> <laughs> and then I love the fact Tom McGuire's like, is that the wizard? And Andrew Gavin's like, I think that's the wizard from this <laughs> universe. Because <laughs> he shows up and... Doctor Strange is like I've been over the Grand Canyon for 12 hours and Andrew Garfield says you've been in the Grand Canyon we've been all here he could have used your help (laughs) so stupid Um, but the fight on the shield sorry yeah so the fight on the shield is brutal oh he's just you know that I am vengeance clip from the Batman trailer it's that it's this like he's just Tom Holland is on a war path you see what would happen if Spider-Man decided stop pulling his punches yeah and he's Destroying Willem Dafoe. Like this old, this. when you see it, it's like an old man again. Like up until that point, Willem Dafoe is he's still Willem Dafoe, evil goblin. Yeah. But it's at this moment, you're like, 
Spider Man's gonna fucking beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And like to the point that like, he has Goblin on his knees and then he picks up the glider. Like, no, when he's on his knees he's just continuously punching him yeah. and he just never stops. <laughs> and he's just like, Tom Holland's crying, like tears in his eyes, blood all over him. He's like, you've ruined my fucking life. Yeah. And I, I cannot stop. Picks up the glider, about to stab him. Only one man could stop this. <sighs> Such a great scene. Tom McGuire comes in. Steps between them. Steps between them and just stops the glider. And it's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, no, actually, he doesn't say a word. It's even better. He gives the Tobey Maguire, like, holding t- something up face. Yeah. Like, a shake. But, like, he's just staring at him. And he's in those eyes. Tobey Maguire has been in the movies in 2014. Hasn't lost it because it's it's all conveyed. Like, you don't need to do this. Yeah. You're better than this. He wants you to do that. He will win if you do this. He will this. win. It. And it's all just, it's never said. But it's just all given across in one facial look. Yeah. Of like, what are you doing? That's not what we do. Yeah. And so, Glider gets put down. And then, uh, fucking Tobey Maguire gets a knife in the back. <laughs> of course he does. His goblin's a dick. Don't turn your back on the goblin. <laughs> no. Uh, so he gets stabbed. And then that's when Andrew Garfield throws the cure. Yeah. Tom Holland grabs it and stabs it, stabs him in the neck and injects him with it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and Willem Dafoe is such a good actor. Because you see the goblin leave him. Yeah. And then he's like, Peter, what did I do? Yeah. What have I done? He's such a dick. <laughs> but it, oh, he doesn't remember. But he does, it didn't mean it. Um, and so, yeah, then you have him. Tom McGuire's on the ground. Andrew Garfield comes out. And the three of them are like looking at... Or like the two of them are looking at him. Yeah. And the three Spider-Men in the one moment like, are you okay? It's like, oh yeah, I've been stabbed before. <laughs> and he's like, okay, all right. So he, li- he picks him up and he helps him up. Um, and this is when Doctor Strange is there and Tom Holland goes over to him and Doctor Strange is like uh, there's a hole in the fucking sky by the way yeah, like, yeah the box like, has exploded at this point and a goblin bomb went into it gob- and then the multiverse is like ripping apart basically and Tom, Tom McGuire when he's on the ground has the great line of am I dying or is that happening <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's just like no that is happening um, and so Tom Holland has to go over to Doctor Strange like what can we do it's like can't do anything. Like yeah. I'm just trying to hold it all together here. They're going to come through. Everyone who's ever known Peter Parker was Spider Man. Yeah, is all going to come through. I think if you freeze frame, there's probably some like Easter eggs in there's, like the um, silhouettes. The rhino, I think. The rhino's there. Out. Also, uh, the hunter, um, Craven. Craven is there. Sick. Uh, well, you can see the silhouette. Yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. the thing around the neck and the staff. I did see the staff. I was wondering who that, that was. That, I think that's Craven. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. Um, but so he's like, "Can't you just make everyone forget I'm Spider Man?" It's like, no, it's too late for that now. They're coming for you because they know you. Mm. It's like make them forget me. Everyone, make everyone forget me who's ever met me. And strange to his credit, says, "No, I'm not doing that." That's a terrible. Like that's the biggest sacrifice you could possibly make. You, will, no one will know you. And he's like, I'm willing to make the big sacrifice. It's the only way. It's the only way. Like my like my dad, Tony Stark, would do. I'm willing <laughs> to make the sacrifice. And Sean, this is my drop of Angel. Because, <laughs> because at this point, they reminded me... I forgot about the drop of, of Angel. It reminded me of a very similar episode. And it's a very, very great thing to do with a hero. That you give him everything he wants... And then you have the moment where he's the only one that remembers every good thing that's happened and nobody recognises him. So, there's an episode of Angel, I Will Remember You, 
Season 1, episode 8. Don't ask me wow. how... Wow, season 1 they did this. Season 1, episode 8. Um, it's a good one. It's a very good one. Don't that- ask me about Age of Wikipedia. For some reason, I know all that shit. Fair enough. Um, Buffy spin-off Angel. <laughs> um, this came out in like 2001, I think, this episode. Basically, Angel, through a series of events, turns into a human for once. Oh. And Buffy shows up, and the whole thing was like, they can't be together, because he's a bad vampire, she's a human. And there's a whole episode where he's actually a human... And they just get to live like the best life ever. They go outside, like they're out in the sun. Fuck. Like they're the best. Co- it's the most lovely episode that you like. You've been waiting like six seasons of Buffy, five seasons of Buffy, like half a season of Angel. He's always this like loader who goes out like he's basically Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what happens is like he gets everything he wants, and he can be with the love of his life, who he's who he's broken up with because they can't be together. Okay. And everything's going well, but he realizes that. Because he's human, he can't help her when, say, a demon shows up and he gets fucked. He has no He gets fucked. He, tr- he tries to help and punches him and the demon just looks at him and just fucks him across the room. And then Buffy nearly dies because she's fighting by herself. Yeah. It's this demon that could have, they could have both taken him. And there's a moment at the end of the episode where he's like, I need to go back to normal. Uh, like, I need to go back to being a vampire. And uh, he goes to... Very similar, actually. In terms of, yeah. like... It's, it's actually, a, like, basically the same plot. In terms of, he's like, I have everything I want, but she's in more danger when I'm a human. This is, I, yeah, it's a greater good kind yeah. of thing. And so he's like, I'm willing to make the sacrifice. And they're like, we can't just make you a vampire again. What we need to do is take the last 24 hours away from you. Oh. And before the 24 hours, she's, she doesn't want to talk to him. Like, this is Angel's show. She's yeah. actually no longer... Like, the, he moves to L.A., and she just came up with this, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar came as a special guest for this episode. It was like, right. they could be back together. He's going come back together and all this stuff. So he's like, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice the last 24 hours. So, so everyone she- forgets, except him, what it was like when he got everything he wanted and he was the happiest he's ever been. So he'll always remember that and then know how he is and now. the end of the scene, the episode, end of the episode is so good um, because he's like, he explains, very similar, like he explains, you're going to forget... And she's like, I won't forget. I won't forget. And she's like in tears and he's in tears. Like, we've literally had the best time ever. Like, I won't forget. And the, it clock strikes, whatever, 12. Clock strikes 12. And like, immediately everything resets back to the previous day. And like, he can remember, but she walks in like nothing's happened. And like, Angel, you fucking dickhead. What's going on here? Aww. And he's But like, all I could remember is like, that is such a good heroic story. That we have our hero and mm. we give them everything. And then we take it all away. And it's a very good way of the hero maintaining their development that they've had over, say, three movies. Yeah. Uh, but now it's just basically a clean slate. It's a clean slate, but it's... Yeah, exactly. So Angel forever remembers what it was like for that one day. Yeah. But nobody else does. It's just him. It's just him. And Tom Holland's Spider-Man, he can remember everything. Like, imagine that every moment you've ever had with, say, your loved ones. Mm. And they can't remember anything. But, but you, you can, can remember it. But you can't say it to them. But you can't say you it can to never them. bring it up like, again. It's such a good heroic story. And do you know what's wild about this? Is that there's a very much, uh, I would say, disliked Spider-Man story called One More Day. And this is where Aunt May is injured and Spider-Man makes a deal with Mephisto to, bring, to save Aunt May. But... Mephisto wants Spider-Man and Mary Jane's relationship. Like, that that just never happened, essentially. Fuck. 
this was done by comic book writers because people didn't like how settled Peter Parker had become. Makes he was sense. married, he was successful and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. So they just retconned the whole thing. And that's effectively what they've done here, but because people were unhappy that Spider-Man had all of the Stark gadgets and toys and everyone knew his identity yeah. and all of this. And so like they've effectively done that, but I think this is in a much more satisfying way because it's not solely the relationship. It's just no one remembers him. Everyone remembers. It's also a great get out. Yeah, everyone remembers Spider Man so and the he's things still he's still part of the Avengers. Yes, and he's still involved. But it's just Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame happened, but nobody. He never took off his mask. Yes. Or and Tony Stark would be the only one that you would ask. Well, how does that even work? If he doesn't know who Peter Parker is, how, how did he join Civil War? But then Tony, Par- Tony Stark is dead, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Not that loophole. Everyone knows that they're. That, um, like, Spider-Man is the reason that this happened. Spider-Man defeated Mysterio and all this. But just no one knows who Spider-Man is. Yeah. And he has to make the sacrifice that he has all of his loved ones. Yeah. They all have to just remember every interaction they've ever had with him. But also, because like, it's so good because Spider-Man, like Peter Parker, in our universe, uh, like, he knows all of these people. So he he can go to Doctor Strange and just introduce himself as Spider-Man. He knows Matt Murdock now if he needs help with the law or anything like that. So he knows all of these characters exist. They don't know him. They don't have a relationship. But if he went up to them and just said, look, I I need help, he could probably talk his way into it. But the problem is... The main thing is Ned and MJ. Yes. And that's the big killer. So, like, he says there's a real lovely goodbye between him, Andrew Garfield, and Todd McGuire. Yeah. And they just, the last line is, it's what we do. Yeah. This is what Because he do. doesn't have words to say. Like, and they just have this Hogan screed and everyone freaks out yeah. because the three of them are Hogan. <laughs> and then Andrew Garfield is just like, you're in tremendous pain, aren't you? And Todd McGuire's like, yeah. This is bad. <laughs> um, and so, that's one scene I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. But then it hits me. The next scene, they have to have... Yeah, the goodbyes. Before we get to that, I just want to say there's a moment between Jamie Foxx's Electro and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man when Electro's defeated. Okay. And <laughs> Jamie Foxx is just like, I don't know, man, Like you're from Queens, you help people. I really thought you'd be black. <laughs> Can I just make, say a plot point for that? Go ahead. It's a bit of a, bit of a loophole. Yeah. Thought everyone who came in was knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Uh, I I think the conceit there he does know he does know at the end of but he didn't know that he was white so he just knows the name he Peter knows Parker. the name Peter Parker that's a gal that's, yeah. that's pretty loose that's loose now oh if you want to talk about that how the fuck does Venom get there that's uh, a good point yeah. he's my, never met Peter Parker my logic is that the symbiotes are like a hive mind so maybe they're all connected <laughs> across multiverses I think we're putting that in ourselves yeah, but look it works um, for me uh, but uh, and also Jamie Foxx is like ah, there's probably a black Spider-Man out there somewhere I was like yeah there is yeah there is There is. there's a really famous and one that everyone a, likes it's a really good one it's a really good one have you seen Into the Spider-Verse <laughs> Jamie it's pretty good there's another one coming out <laughs> and so we have the goodbye between Ned, MJ and Peter Parker so heartbreaking this acting between the three of them, it felt like they knew this is like the end of their trilogy. That yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with those two going forward. But the, it felt like that they were actually saying goodbye. Like this is yeah. this is the end. Yeah, and like and little things like Ned and Peter have their handshake that they've been doing the whole time, but they do it one last time and they're both really focused on it. 
Yeah. Because it's like, we'll never do this again. And the bit with MJ when she's like, I love you. Yeah. And he's about to say it back. She's like, no. No. Tell me after. Tell me when you meet me again. Tell me when you meet me again. Cause, and if you don't find me, I'll figure it out. I did it already. <laughs> yeah. Which is such a, like, a, that MJ line. To be yeah. like, I love the idea that she figured it out as well. Like, that's a great scene on the bridge. Oh, that's brilliant. Like, that's like, great for the I character. I figured it out. Like, you don't tell me. I know. Because yeah. she's way smarter than he is. <laughs> Absolutely. And... He just, and she just says, go, swing away. And, like, he just leaves. Oh, man. Everyone forgets. And the last scene is him practicing his fucking lines. Oh, my God. Going into that coffee shop. Yeah. And I'm with Tom Holland every step. I'm like, that poor boy. That poor boy is just, he's on his own in the world. Yeah. Like, and. You've gone full Spider-Man. He's got, yeah, he's got no one. He's got no money. He's got a shithole apartment. Yeah. And. And, okay, first of all, the coffee shop, he goes in and he just, he can't, because he sees that her and Ned got into MIT. Mm. They're both happy. They're both going to have a regular life. Oh, bad. And he just lets that happen. Because he's, he's Spider-Man. He's Spider-Man. He has to make the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, and he's happy to do it, it mm. seems. Uh, and But, but like, they're, him and MJ are talking, and maybe it's because they have such good chemistry on screen. But you feel like MJ feels like she knows him. There's a moment, actually, that's really good acting from Zendaya, where, like, there's a split second where it crosses her face, like, do I know him? Yeah. And it's just, it's a very small thing, and then she goes back to doing whatever she was doing. Do you know what it is? It's because she says, uh, always expect disappointment. And he says it back. Yeah, because you'll never actually be disappointed. She's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's fucking so good. And you're with him because you're just like, you know each other. <laughs> you're in Kiss. love. Kiss. <laughs> oh, such a good stuff. Um, and then, of course, the last scene. Ah, oh, this is my favorite Spider-Man scene I've ever. That's been. Because it's well earned. It's yeah because it's, we've been through the trilogy with him and being like, we've heard all the fucking baby Tony Stark. Yeah, all that shit, and, and he's in a shit little apartment. Nobody knows him. He has no Aunt May. He has no. no Uncle Ben. He has no friends. He has nothing. He has very interesting. He has a GED school book, which I think it's a general education diploma or something like that. But it's effectively going to college without going to college. So he's just doing it himself. He has a sewing machine that he just has, and his suit, Sean, is fucking beautiful. Mixture of Toby and Andrew and his own and his own. But the bright blue, he's got the slight webbing, like yeah. a, like a, Toby has. Yeah. But I he's got the slick, slickness of Andrew's, Andrew's suit. And I think he still has the eyes from his own suit. Okay. So he can do all the expression and everything I think that like works. That. I think that works. I think that yeah. we've got accustomed to that with that character. But it's such a good suit. like, And it's, it's very similar to like the classic comic suit. It's almost Earth. 616 yeah accurate like perfectly to what it is yeah like the cut of it the there's and there's no robot arms Thank there's God. there's no inbuilt ai and so the it's, movie ends with him swinging through new york in the snow in the snow and the christmas music is played and he's just being spider-man friendly neighborhood spider-man by himself he's just doing it he's just doing it peter parker he has nobody and he's just trying to live his life and at the minute it ends i'm like I want to see another one. Yeah. I want to see what he's like in that world. And what I really don't want is them to go back on the memory thing. 
no, I want that to stick. I want like, that to stick. I want him to win over MJ again. I have Nate. a terrible feeling of what's going to happen. Oh, no. I think, first movie, he's going to be sad about MJ. Watch her from a distance and things like that. That's weird. A little bit weird, but he will, he will do it. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's going to meet Gwen Stacy. <gasps> and just as they're getting happy, MJ's going to remember. Because Peter Parker can't be happy. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we're in a bit of a tricky position here. Because mm. I want Tom Holland to be happy forever. Yes. But I, Peter Parker can never be Peter happy. Peter Parker can never be happy in life in at life. all. And no matter what happens, he's always sad. MJ comes back, Gwen is there. Gwen is there. And Ned but, dies. <laughs> Somebody has to die. But what's great about this as well is like... like it, it, we've gotten to the origin, which basically puts Spider-Man where he usually is in the comics. Like, shitty apartment... He's going to get a job at the Daily Bugle, which is going to be fascinating. Uh, and he might get one at the Daily, uh, Daily, yeah, with J. John James. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, like yeah. the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he might the, get one there. Oh, uh, yeah, he's going to be an intern there, basically. Yeah, um, which I think will be hilarious to watch. But he's, um, he's out on his own. But like, you get the kind of feeling that he's okay. Which yes. I think is very important because otherwise you just feel bad for him. No, you need those movies. Like we, Tom Holland Homecoming would not be okay no. in this position. But we've grown with him. We've seen him in Civil War where he's all excited. Yeah. We've seen him Homecoming where he just wants to get involved. Yeah. And then you also have Far From Home. You've, he saved the universe. He disappeared for five years. He came back. He helped save the universe. And in this one he's lost so much. Yeah, he, he wants out basically. But he's... There, I think the the growth in this in this series for this character is amazing. Just, yeah, like you, we've seen this like kid probably real life as well. Like we've seen eighteen year old Tom Holland grow up into twenty five year old Tom Holland. But this like, is true. But you've also seen like young Peter Parker. He's only trying to get it together at a very short period of time. When this movie ends, I'm like, he's going to be okay. Like he's going to try his best. Yeah, he's going to be friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. And like they can also put him in different stories now because when the Iron Spider is able to like take on Thanos and an army of aliens... In kill mode. In kill mode. You can't put him up against street-level thugs and mob bosses, you know? I want, I want him to have that suit and have it sliced up and like coming out of battles and he's just like bruised and bloody and he's like, I did it though. I, I finished it. Yeah, I, I I put a stop to this, whatever it was. Um, and as well, it, like one of the reasons why it's so interesting that Spider-Man would make his own suits is because he can repair his own suits then. Yeah, because that's part of his charm. That he's like, he's just a kid. Yeah. He's trying his best. He's just, and like, any spare bit of cash he has goes into being Spider-Man. And he can never be happy. No. Because he's just constantly trying to save everybody else. He never thinks about himself. Um, I, I touched on it earlier that I think they'll bring in Gwen Stacy but do you think you can bring in that character without knowing she's going to be killed off no you think I also think that there will be riots if they bring in Gwen Stacy and Zendaya is there if they're still I think the chemistry is so good between mm. the two of them that even if there was a Gwen Stacy <clears throat> I don't know who it would be but no matter what, the poor actress who is chosen oh yeah, she'll be slaughtered for that on, role on social media. will be slaughtered for the soul. Not anything to do with her. Not at all. But, but the problem is, if you come in, you would still be like, well, why would he choose her? That's yeah. Like, there would be no scenario 
where we could see that Tom Holland Spider-Man not choose Zendaya because we've seen their chemistry together yeah. that would be mad for the creators to be like yeah but we've got her over here but then like you run into like they, then they will have to undo the memory thing at some point I just want them to win her back over and I want just them to like become scratch. friends like I just think that would be more interesting over a few movies but but like how do you like I think you have the moment of like I mean 51st dates did it <laughs> Like, you you have the moment where like I suppose yeah he knows stuff about her that's the thing but she doesn't know anything about him that's a very strange dynamic I would say like and I, I, I don't know I, I, I wouldn't like to watch Tom Holland like meta game like you know do the perfect run of finding romance you, you don't want him to groundhog day this yeah I don't want him to groundhog day like because he knows everything about her like likes dislikes fears all that kind of stuff um Maybe like and like if it just happens that he's just a regular at the coffee shop, I suppose, and they get to talking. Maybe I get that. Mm. I just hope that in Multiverse of Madness, they don't just say, "Oh, and here's Zendaya's memories," and just pop them in. I th- I think they probably they probably will, which I think will actually make this movie worse. Yeah, if they do. If they go back on it in another movie or in the next movie, I think it makes the ending to this worse. Yeah, and see the trade off as well is that like Zendaya is very busy. Busy lady. Busy lady. Lot she of work. She has Dune 2 coming up as well. Tune. And tune. <laughs> and it, it's possible that this is just a way to like shelve that character for a while. And like she'll, she'll pop up later on down the line. Mm. I just I just think they're great. I just think the trilogy. I think the three of them. The, the trinity of the, the three the, of them. The is, trinity of the three characters in this trilogy is... Is so good. Yeah. And like it puts... It, it, this is Spider-Man's origin story over three films which is bonkers and then Kevin Feige's a madman Kevin Feige's a fucking lunatic and Amy Pascal two fucking lunatics yeah and um, like and you can do now I I said like Spider-Man like more ground level stories but like you can also do some of the like the stuff that we haven't gotten yet like he can meet Harry Osborn Oscorp can be founded. Imagine Oscorp being founded in the MCU and Tom Holland being immediately suspicious. And like trying to prove that they're evil even though they're not doing anything bad. Doing nothing wrong at all. I mean, you could just have uh, like Harry Osborn buys the Stark building. Uh, yeah, I think that that's probably being set up, isn't it? I think it's either him or Reed Richards. I'm not quite sure which one's going to buy it. Did, yeah, does, is it mentioned that it was sold? Oh, no, sorry. It, uh, it's sold. The, it is sold. The Stark building is sold. Yes. The Avengers Tower or whatever. The Avengers Tower, I think it's it sold. called. But I don't know whether it was... Was it announced that Reed Richards bought it or... I don't know. I, Tom Holland knows. Because he said in an interview he knows who did it. Yeah. And he whispered it to Zendaya and she went, No way! So... I think it might be Reed Richards would be my prediction. That would make sense as a movie that we've had announced. But, I mean, it could also be Oscorp. We don't know. Yeah, that would work. That would make sense why Tom Holland was told that. Mm. If it was Oscorp. Yeah. You know? But they wouldn't tell him any things. Not at all. Not at all. He barely knew anything about this movie. <laughs> Although, journalists, stop asking him be like, you're a spoiler yeah, king. That's like he, he did really well in this one. He did. And Everyone else spoiled everything. Yeah, he did nothing. Poor Andrew Garfield. Like, I mean, he's a liar, isn't he? He's a fucking... Like, he's, he fucking lied to our faces for what months. What a fucking dickhead. I've turned on him. I've turned on him. I've turned on him. I don't want any more Garfield in my life. No, he's absolutely... On Mondays? Movie Mondays, indeed. <laughs> no, I, I think... 
Um, okay, we need to wrap this up, Sean. It's been going on for a long time. That's fair. So, yeah, but, I just looked at the clock. Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. <laughs> we just love Spider-Man. But, um, Sean... What are we thinking about this movie? Good, bad, or mediocre? I would say great. I would say this is the best translation of a comic book to the screen. On par with the Suicide Squad. That was earlier this year. Yeah, I know. But it's fucking really, really good. <laughs> it is good. It's going to be right up there on our Movies of the Year yeah, awards. Yeah. That's, that's coming um, up. Choose between this and Dune. I can't wait. Um, I can't tune. And- <laughs> You, this is going to get tiresome. <laughs> Tyroon. The, um, I think also, the school's a Tyroon. <laughs> fuck's sake. The, very quickly as well, the post-credits has Venom in a bar. Uh, like Tom uh, do you Harry. know, my, re- my crowd did not react whatsoever. Tom Ho- Andrew Garfield showed up, got a reaction. Yeah. Uh, Tom McGuire showed up, got a reaction. Fucking Tom Hardy shows everything. Ah, oh, yeah, fuck, fuck it. This. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> and he's just like, he's learning about what happened in this universe. And then he's like, maybe I'll go to New York and visit this spider It's quite funny. That he just gets immediately disappeared. Yeah, it's it, it's it's pretty strange. And then the, the the other one then is just a, a teaser for Doctor Strange. Which we'll talk about when it officially comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Connor, what did you think of this movie? Good, bad or indifferent? <laughs> a lot of Weetabics. A lot of Weetabics. A lot of Weetabics. I think it's... it's I mean, there's a lot of buy-in, but yeah. it's one of those movies that we know the plot is way for tin. We also know there's a buy-in for this thing happens. Yeah, and the multiverse is open. Let's not ask how the multiverse is open. It's just it, open. It just happens. Doctor Strange does it by accident, and it leads <laughs> to a whole bunch of cool stuff. So if your mind is like, I don't like it because this thing does or this thing happens, my mind is like, I'm glad. I just have to accept that that happened because we got all of this great content over. Yeah. So, okay, I'm willing to accept that because we got this. Um, and I, I think it's I think it's excellent because it doesn't forget that it's in the homecoming far from home universe. This is about the three of them. Yeah. No matter how good Willem Dafoe and Andrew Garfield is, or, or Tom McGuire or any of them, this is about the three of them. And, and Tom Holland especially. And he's surviving. Oh yeah, and like he, they, like they, they telegraph very hard in the movie. Like, we'll always be together, the three of us. It's like, okay, you're definitely not all together, <laughs> but at least everyone's alive at the end of it. Exactly. Um, um, I, th- I think that might bring the review to an end. I think it probably should. Connor, should I think it's the sun went down as we were recording. This. We started this in the daytime. Yeah, mm. round about uh, nine a.m. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sean, would you like to take us out? I will. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to this very special episode of Movie Mondays Review Show Christmas episode. All of these things rolled together. Bit of a bit of a multiverse meld ourselves today. Oh, a bit of madness. Oh, bit, uh, bit of madness. A bit uh, of multi-tune madness. <laughs> If you liked the, the... I'm freezing past it. Uh, it is annoying now that I hear it back Don't to you me. hear it once? <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you like this kind of movie review, we do uh, other ones um, very like this on our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Coming out soon, round about Christmas time, uh, we took a look at Batman Returns. The most Christmassy comic book movie. This is a Christmas comic. Spider-Man is a Christmassy movie. Technically. Yeah, it's at Christmas. Finishes at Christmas. Yeah, and Batman is also there. (sighs) Um, So head on over there if you want to check that out. Big shout outs go to all of our patrons. 
I saw Waffles kissing Santa Claus underneath the mistletoe last night. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Wafflemas. Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin the Wife Halley, Ryan Wright Time Evanson, Sean Groyer Moe for a bro Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Gal Green, and a team Irish walrus, Helm Roos. Uh, little Dicky, Jason takes off his mask and reveals himself to be old Saint Nicholas. <gasps> Merry Christmas, bitches, he exclaims, <gasps> McGrew. Oh my God. My God, Merry Christmas bitches to you as well. Uh, thank you to Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this, Sammy DeLucia, Michelle, Merry Christmas to all, Brown, and Dune, sorry, actually it sounds better if I say it in my accent. Here we go. Dune, what is best when you have no time to die, and you'll never be far from home. Luke Hoth. All the movies. All the movies that we love equally, and have definitely seen all three of them. Uh I have no time to watch No Time to Die. <laughs> I heard it's good. I heard it's, yeah, I heard it's yeah. pretty good. Um, I, I, it, it got spoiled for me, but like, I don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit. Um, but if, if you want a sports show, head on over there. You can also do it in other ways. There's a merch store link below. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. Facebook is Detective Divilments Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. Or you can email us Heroes for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. And this is where I'd usually say that the best way to help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. But given that it is Christmas time, I'm going to allow you to tell two people that we exist. Somebody and then say it, Nick, or two actual people? Two actual people, but not us. Like, you can't just tweet us and tell us that we exist. Though I do appreciate the validation would, from time to time. It would be good to hear it every now and then. Connor, how are you? Sean? Yeah? You exist. June. <laughs> And I think that's about Tune. it. Tune in next time. Well done. We should have said that before the review. Yeah, it Tune in good. next week. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, we'll re record it. Let's just do it all again. What was that? Two months ago. Yeah, congrats. Um, so I think that's about it, Connor. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean. And we shall see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.